And we're back. I'm James. This is the Grizz Fan Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Britt. I'm Kyle. No Luke. And I'm James. <laughs> 31 for 31. Oh, Lord. I think. 31 for 31 on what? I'm making you laugh after I do. <laughs> He's probably right. He's that guy. He's, He's that, that guy. guy. Um, first of all, you guys have all been asking. Luke hopes to be back next week. He's actually been traveling. Calm down. He'll be fine. Yep. Um, we didn't take him out back and you know bury him or anything like that. You know, we're not like writing him off like a daytime soap opera or something here. You know, <laughs> but whatever. Um, James, what do you want to talk about first? Lots of things to talk about today. Yeah, quite a bit to cover, dude. You want to start with the Grizz game? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah? What'd you think? That it was a good game by the Grizz. <laughs> they won. They put them away in the second half. First half was a little bit... Uh, a little shaky. A little shaky at first, and you're like, oh my God, I, I don't have, I've got too much going on today to deal with this. Like, just, just win the game the way you're supposed to. And then it worked out. I, I had to watch it on a tiny little phone, so that was great. Oof. I, I was follow. invited by some friends to go golfing and they're like, we'll just put it on in the golf cart and we'll just, you'll listen to it. Cause we're going to kill these guys. And I was like, I am too neurotic about the Grizz to go play golf during a game. I don't care if it's a team we're going to kill. <laughs> and so I, I sat in my living room um, and watched it. So yeah, <laughs> I was downtown at a thing for the first half. So I was following on my phone. Watch the first half later. Watch the second half live. Perfect. Good. Second half was much better than the first. <laughs> much more fun. It was yeah. much more enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, definitely. James, what do you think about the Niners game today? Oh, God. <laughs> we have three 49ers fans mm-hmm. in the room. And a Packer fan who is hanging on for dear life. Um, They did good. Yeah, hey, they won the game. They did win the game. They it's kind of a bummer about game. Trey Lance, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I know. Do you think if you're ever an offensive coordinator in the NFL, you'll you'll run your your quarterback with oh, three powers in the really first two this. series? Was that? I mean, I probably would. I don't actually yes. have a problem with What's them running. Three powers? Yeah, it's part of the reason they got him. So yeah, what is yeah. three powers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a fullback, run up the middle. Power. Wait, don't they have Kyle Uzcheck? Yeah, they should yeah, have they used do. him. That's a good question. They we'll, do have the juice. We'll ask Kyle. They've got a bunch Not of this Kyle running backs. That are injured. How'd your football game go this week? We lost by one yard. Oh, I know. They were darn. making a valiant comeback. They ran out of time at like the one yard line. Oh, no. Did you have any more exceptional plays? Um, I blocked the guy. James had the coolest block I've ever seen. You can block? He's football. That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, you can like, block. They could do that? You yeah. can block in two-hand touch? It's it's called flex. It's Mizzou Youth Football. So it's two-hand touch, and they wear shoulder pads and helmets. Okay. Um, do they, you can block. They, they wear like full helmets or like the padded ones? I've seen kids practice. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. And uh, yeah, um, James. Uh, you pancaked the guy? It, he put a kid on the ground. Yeah. And, yes. Um, there was an MOA official right there, and he said it was a clean block. The coaches on the other side didn't think so, and I'm just thinking, this is this is fourth grade football. Like nobody would know how to not do a clean block if they try. <laughs> like, but okay. he, he got him on the chest and put him on the ground. How it close were you to letting out? Like maybe maybe an inappropriate parent reaction. <laughs> I was just shocked because the kid <laughs> might be your size. Actually, I mean, wow. he's a big kid. He's not. No. Don't say his name. I know. I'm okay. saying he—he's not—he's not, he's not, as big he's as not our friend's size. 
He's not as big as a friend. But, but, you, put, but you put him down. But so this kid's got a size advantage on you. Yeah. Right. And he's very speedy. And quick Do kid. you play him again this season? Caught him clean. Um, We mm. were supposed to, but they yeah. canceled oh. it and made us play some other team. Yeah. You'd have the edge on him. Intimidated him. You scared him. You're scared like the guy. Like, you're like the first guy off the bus. I doubt that. But, okay. um, uh, and he was he was all right. James gets there. off the he bus and they're like, can't cancel that game. We're done. James is here. We're it out. Happened. So that yeah. uh, October at uh, October eighth game, just call it, call it, cancel it. Nice. I don't know what else we have to talk about on this. James, do you have a player of the game for the Grizz game? Not really. Not really. I mean, I think maybe Lucas Johnson would be my player of the game just because I'm just so I wasn't watching excited with the consistency that he seems to bring to the position. It helps. Mm. Yeah. I go with Kale Edwards just because I just love yeah. watching him. I just love watching that guy love so much. Love a good scoop yeah. score. Yeah. Oh, he man. is. And he's, he's fast. And he's just a psycho out there. Yep. Okay. Uh, James, we do have a question for you on Eagers. I think. Um, okay. James, if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, it is tough. It is tough. I think we were asked this question previously. Mm-hmm. No, we've been asked like either or, like hamburgers or steak or something. I can't remember. I think we've also asked you your favorite meal at Paradise Falls. Yes. I, I don't remember what that was. I don't remember. I think you said the Caesar salad. <laughs> Unless there's croutons in it. <laughs> That's the only thing I love. I All right, love James. That salad. You got one meal. It's breakfast, it's lunch, it's dinner. Can you... Okay, let's try it. Let's try it going by process of elimination. What are your three favorite meals? Pizza. Pizza. Chicken and rice. Chicken and rice. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Okay. So now, pizza, chicken and rice, grilled cheese. Which one? <laughs> Boy, it's it's tough. That this tough. is tough. You do it. Is this like dating a college? I think you would answer pizza because that seems to be your go-to request. Pizza. No. Okay, pizza's out. No, it would make me throw okay, up after so, like three days. All right, James. We've eliminated pizza. Yeah. Grilled cheese, chicken and rice. Chicken and rice is a good healthy option. Protein, no, carbs. You're, you're a kid. You don't have to worry about health right now. You're, you're fine. Yeah, no. Yeah. But it's the rest of his life. So James is thinking long term. True, true. Long game. American cheese melted between a piece of toast, oh. like. And the grilled cheese. I mean, here's the thing to think about with grilled cheese. Like as your tastes evolve, like grilled cheeses can get pretty fancy, right? Like you could add some meat to it. You could change up your cheese, change up the bread. I don't even like cheese, and I love grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Do you want to think about it? Probably grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Right. That's a good choice. I like that. I think so. You can eat that any time of the day. <laughs> <sighs> um, uh, so some people did wonder if pizza would be your choice. So fair question. Yeah. Do you want to, James? You want to pick the games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. So this is the first week of uh, conference play. Yep. Okay. You dialed in. You ready? 
the most exciting and anticipated Big Sky matchup of the whole season occurs week one of this conference. The two most highly anticipated, talked about, and hyped up teams meet in Greeley, in Greeley, Colorado. Where the oh. Idaho State Bengals play the Northern Colorado Bears. I was going to go Idaho NAU. I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Bengals or Bears? If you couldn't tell, I was being a little facetious. That's kind of tough from last week. Yeah, the Bears beat Lamar. Mm-hmm. Idaho State has Which, still not won a game. Not a lot of people expect it. But Idaho State. Like, who did they play last week? Central Arkansas. Yeah. And they lost pretty bad. They looked bad, too. That's the That was the best game they could have won in their first three games. Right. Because they have San Diego State, UNLV, and then Central Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I would say that Idaho State may have, like, the second toughest schedule in the big sky behind Eastern. You could be right. I don't know. I mean, they have been able to put up points over those teams. Yeah. Especially those two FBS ones. They've been able to put up like 31 points yeah. on those FBS teams. Well, only letting up about 90. What do you think? I honestly probably will go with Idaho State. Idaho State on the road. It's I like a snide. I feel like that's a good First win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, are, you are hemming and hawing a lot. Of yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was a tough matchup. These are evenly matched teams, and a lot of eyes will be on that game. Like you ever six heard of something, something called the Toilet Bowl? <laughs> no. Uh, that's what that game is. All right. Uh, Eastern Washington hosts Montana State. Man. Eastern had a week off. Montana State. Montana State looked just bad, didn't bad. show up. Just so bad, just, bad. Got, just so bad. Got you in trouble, Brent. Wait, who I got you in trouble. Yeah. What do you mean they didn't show up? They put up like twenty-eight points against. Well, they the took a, they took a kickback and they scored fourteen garbage point touchdowns. Yeah. And their their opening touchdown was a weird scripted one with the backup, their other running quarterback. <laughs> the whole thing was weird. Tommy Watt threw three picks. Looked terrible. I still don't get how Oregon State scored sixty-eight. Well, because maybe Oregon they, State. No, I would think they would they just score seventy. Like, how did they get to sixty-eight? Uh, I didn't watch the game closely enough to I know have if no there were any missed extra points. Or I mean, get like to watch the game. Yes, there was a missed extra point. At least their kicker was weird. He had a weird kicking motion. He kicked. Every, he pushed everything out to the right. He had a few that looked like there were misses. They called him good. I saw one that he missed, but after once the second half got gone, I stopped watching the most of it. Flipped over to the USC game. Okay. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Hanging out with JR, so. That looked kind of good. I watched the start of that game. <laughs> so what do you think? Cats go to Eastern. Probably. Ugh. See, if if Eastern had played Florida already, it would be probably an easier decision. Because, like, if they got totally beat down, like, shut mm-hmm. out while giving up, like, 52, then I would probably pick the Cats. They did that against Oregon. Mm-hmm. They led up 70. Yep. Probably Montana State. Go with the Cats. Okay, fair. Idaho Vandals go to the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks. Yes, Flagstaff. Yep. 
So both was teams. This the toilet ball? No, that was the I, the Idaho State game. Is it? Is this, this is this the, the dark horse bowl. bowl? This is the this is the toilet seat bowl. <laughs> what's next? Both teams are ball? both teams are one what's, and two. What's next? The plunger ball between Cal Poly and someone. Hmm. Cal Poly could be next week. off, but we'll let Bo Baldwin know what you said. Idaho beat Drake this week. By a lot. Yeah. And NAU lost with a late score to North Dakota. I saw the replay of that. Yeah, I watched it again. Now I wondering, I'm wondering how you can let him just catch it in the corner of the end zone. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, probably Northern Arizona. NAU. Home game. That, that's fair. I get that. This is an interesting one. Sac State Hornets go to the Colorado State Rams. Colorado State is 0 and 3. Wait. Sac State's 2 and 0. They just came off a strong. I thought you said this was conference play. I, it's mostly conference play, but this one's not. Sac State's already had their bye, so this mm-hmm. is their second game. Wasn't week one their bye? No. Yeah. Was it two weeks ago? Okay. okay. You can be right. Um, Colorado State. Okay. Weber State goes to Davis. Weber's 3-0. Oh. Davis is 1-2. and two. <laughs> You are just not a quick decider this week. What is going on? What is going on? UC Davis has lost to South Dakota State by two, Dad. All right. So you pick Fair Weber point. or used UC Davis? I know Weber's played like Utah Tech and Western Oregon. And Utah State. And, and they beat them Utah all. Yeah. Beat down. Yeah. <laughs> they beat down them. Probably Weber. Smart. Last one. Homecoming. Portland State versus Montana. Montana. Grizzlies! <laughs> Whoa! Do you, uh, do you have a score prediction for the Grizz game? Not all the games. Um, 31 to 10. 31-10, Grizz. Nice. All right, dude, those are the games. Anything you need to add? No? Good to go? Who's mm-hmm. Sentinel got this weekend? Or um, Friday? Dead. You know what? I'll tell you, James. I can't remember. Big, big side? I, I hope not. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have a family member that plays for the Big Sky Eagles. Awesome kid, junior, loving it. They play Big Sky? No, I don't know if they do. But they play Helena High. Helena Capital played Big Sky. Helena Capital is a very, very good football team this year. Yeah. They are impressive. The talk in the stands and around the stadium was that Helena might be better than Sunnel this year. Well, of course the Big Sky Eagles fans are going to say that about their rival that's two-time defending state champion. I mean, whether they're right or not is completely irrelevant. Of course they're going to say that. Wait, has Helena Capital played Glacier? I don't know. They're they're 4-0 now. They were 3-0 going into the game. 4-0 now. James and I watched the end of the Sentinel game. And that was crazy. It was pretty good. Yeah. And that was Glacier. Glacier. And that was a tight game. That was a tight game. But they were like the two... 
two of the top teams in the state. In the West, yeah. yeah. It's so dumb. I don't get how Sentinels back-to-back champs, and they only rank them at number 10 in Montana. What? 10? Yeah. 10? No, they're ranked number no. 10 in Montana. Something's not right there. There's no way they're ranked number 10. At least the app says it is. Well, the, the app, the, the, the sure. Montana High School app is not good. There's no way they're ranked number 10. Montana High School app getting trashed on the Kristen podcast this weekend. Yeah. Oh. Glacier was ranked 22. And I said Billings. So who's in here's what it is. So this is not even 22. No, this, but it's max preps and they put all the classes together. Oh. One is Hamilton. Oh. Two is Florence. Three is Billings Central. Four is Broadwater. Dude, I don't know. Who's voting Uh, on Five is Big Fork. Six is Jefferson. Seven is Fergus. Eight is Huntley. Nine is Sentinel. Ten is Polson. Eleven is Capital. Where's Big Sky? Where's Big Sky? Oh, Show Mort. <laughs> That's not okay. I got I got log in. Solve that. Yeah. All right. So they put them all together. So there we go. All, all right. right. Thanks, Bye. Bubba. See you, James. Thanks, James. Kill this mic. Boom. Oh. Do you have, <laughs> do you have, do you have a parting shot here, sir? Uh, need the iPad. How's your season going? Fantasy? No, that thing. Oh, God. The Why did you play? ask him a question? No, okay, never mind. Save it for next week. I need I need a recap. Love you, Bubba. On your team. All right. This? Yeah. Good. It's retro football, right? Yeah. Oh, I love that game for about five hours. Lord, Lord, All right. Lord. <laughs> All right. So, Grizz game. 17 minutes into James. All right. It started out a little, uh, little rusty. Oh, man. What was that about? East, East Coast, you know. Apparently, we're not good over on the East Coast. Well, that's what, that's they what told ESPN us. told us. That's what they said. We were, yeah, hadn't yeah. won a regular season game on East Eastern Time Zone Eastern since two thousand three. I did not know that Indiana was in the Eastern Time Zone. I didn't either. Yeah. What is that about? Large. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Is yeah. there more Midwestern state? I mean, maybe like Iowa or Nebraska, but Indiana is like one of the most Midwestern I, states, right? I mean, I I associate like that whole area. I think Ohio. I think Michigan. I think Midwest. Yeah. And so you'd think they'd be central time zone. Yeah. But one of their one of those split states. Like Idaho. Isn't it everything east of Mississippi? I don't know. I don't know. I gotta work on my geography. We are. Apparently. <laughs> I did, We're gonna I, get tweeted about this. They're gonna be like, yeah. Yeah. Um so it, uh, I did see they mentioned on the broadcast too, the Grizz didn't even spend twenty four hours in Indiana. No, they said that like what yeah. they got there like Friday sometime? So we flew in Friday night. Yeah, to Indianapolis. I don't know if they stayed there, and then bust over in the morning. Weird. Now, it's I can't imagine the prep side of it was like the big issue or something. But um, I don't know. I mean, they talk a lot about uh, football players being creatures of habit and stuff, and so a late flight and then just get up, go, and go home. I don't know if it kind of attributed to the choppy start. I did have someone also point out to me that the. Uh, 50-ish yard touchdown run. Um, the defense didn't have the play in. They were still looking at the sideline when the ball was snapped. Oh, I didn't catch and that. They were like all out of position and didn't know what was going on. So, um, and actually, so that's uh, film study. Bo- Coach Bo- caught yeah. him off guard. And Bobby post game made mention that you know, put the blame on him, saying you know weren't ready and that was a screw up. So interesting. Okay, you know, that couple makes me of, feel better. Couple a little early. A third snappers. of their yardage came because they were cheating. Yeah, <laughs> cheating or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. in the first quarter, in the first half, they seemed to. They seem to have success with misdirection. Yeah. yeah. If the Grizz showed blitz, they they go the opposite yeah. way. They go opposite yeah. way. 
But obviously, that didn't work in the second half. So what what changed? It looked like, I mean, it seemed like they made some changes defensively. Um, early, it looked to me like the Grizz were, they'd show the blitz early because a lot of what Indiana State would do, well, they call it the long count or something, right? The guy would come up and then they'd, or linebackers would jump around and they'd look the sideline and change the play up where it seemed like the intention would be find the blitz, counter the opposite side of that, you know, pull a guard and mm-hmm. go. And that's, I think, how the touchdown kind of happened and some of their longer run plays. Um, it then appeared that we kind of kept our linebackers a little bit more second level. We still blitzed them plenty, mm-hmm. but we didn't show as much or maybe some defensive audibles when we would show and they'd look back and then we I saw that it seemed like there was a lot more communication and going away from the initial show on the blitz. And then when that hit, game over. <laughs> Those guys couldn't move the ball at all. Get a first down, they couldn't do anything. So. I thought we also pushed their line back a little more in the second half. Big time. Like there seemed some times where we just got off the ball and like just just smashed their interior line like back into place. Like Yep. Um maybe I mean maybe we did that in the first half too and I just didn't really catch it, but um it really seemed like in the second half like they were really getting off the ball. I mean you had the there was the uh the sack fumble early, right? Yeah. Patrick O'Call. I mean they blew up yeah. the whole left side or yeah, left side of the line. Um that was pretty cool. That was but that was one of those where it's right. like, all right, they've sent their message. Then they come right back with that damn touchdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like right away. It's like, oh, crap. Yeah, one play. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And you kind of wonder, too, if like – I mean, it got buckled down in the second quarter, but then going into halftime and coming out in the second half, there definitely seemed to be a right. – uh, Okay, so quick uh, intermission there. We had a little blip in power. Uh, kind of forgot where I was, but uh, just uh, I think mostly defensive adjustments and definitely definitely seemed like the guys, coaches and players' intention was to really get back at those essentially three drives of 45, 50, and I think 55 yards that um, that Indiana State had. So, And it was interesting. I, I think I looked it up, and I can't – where did I have that? It was something like Indiana State in the three drives that only – Technically counted for seven points. Um, not technically did entirely count for just a touchdown, a missed field goal, and then a and then a punt. I think was approximately about a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty of their yards, and they finished with two hundred nineteen or something on the day. So you've got three drives that weren't great. Some long third down conversions on passes too mm-hmm. that was a little surprising. Um, but then beyond that. Absolute defensive dominance, which we kind of expected because Indiana State is not a good football team. No. So they had a little burst. Didn't work out. Grizz kind of got it buckled in and got going. So, yeah. My favorite part is, is at least on Twitter, they all, all everybody's talking about how Indiana State rushed for over 100 yards, their, their player. And, you know, we don't give up that many 100-yard rushers. And then you look at the stats at the end of the game, and the guy only had a net of like 88. Because they just dominated them in the second half. Yeah. yeah. When's the last time you saw that? A guy just run for 100 yards in one half and negative, like, 14 in the second half. <laughs> he had, a, he had a, a gain of 103, a loss of 16, and a net of 87. So, including a 54-yard run. So Right. Yeah, it's, wow. I, I feel like uh, it, was, it was weird to see that stuff happen, but it's not something that, I'm, that concerns me. No, I mean, obviously, if they would have continued to have that success yeah. through the game – 
then it's like maybe a bit of panic button because like last year the big thing was right Sacramento and Eastern and James Madison like figured out how to get us in the pass game. Yeah. Um. So did Indiana State show something? I don't know. I mean, it it got shut down pretty quick. It'll be interesting to see. I'm going to bet Portland State's going to try some of that because they have a propensity to run. Um, I could see Sac State doing something. I could see Sac State. Yeah. Sac State. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about that in a bit. But, I mean, Montana State will do the same thing. Uh, Idaho will try to do the same thing too. So just, I mean, I would assume the coaches know that there's probably going to be some tests coming pretty soon here for what Indiana State might have put on film. And who knows? Maybe the whole thing was just some like really weird communications and some odd stuff. They seem to clean it up in that game. Well, I mean, the benefit is that they threw it at them. Like the, those coaches obviously watched some film. They threw it at them, and the Grizz were able to adjust to it. Yeah. So even if other teams are throwing it at them, like I mean, presumably we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit more prepared. Yeah. I mean, they definitely they pick on the safeties a little bit. Yeah. They, I mean, they 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 did the things that maybe we would we might have expected somebody might try and do against this defense. Yep. You know, we've been talking all all season and preseason about our team's going to do what Eastern Washington tried to do and pick on the safeties and roll somebody into the slot. Well, that's what they tried on their very first series. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, gosh, I can't remember the receiver name. The 6'3 kid. That tall white guy? Yeah. No, uh, I don't know. But tall, tall kid, 6'3 kid. He was like the only kid from their whole team to make any of the Missouri Valley yeah. Conference. Okay. Um, third and whatever it was, eight. They put him in the slot, and so Trajan Cotton's got him. But then the Grizz pressure, and Cotton had pretty good coverage. Yeah. Uh, forces a bit of an overthrow. Kid can't haul it in. They got a punt. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't remember being able to dissect some of their third and long pickups if it was the slot guy or not. But it was interesting that Garrett Graves well, – Cotton started over Garrett Graves because yep. Graves, I think, started that safety spot the first two games. So – yeah, they had some like they they ran a. Remember they picked one up like two outside receivers. That just that tall dude that that kid who well, transferred from Minnesota who apparently never never did anything in Minnesota. They're like Indiana State was like, oh yeah, you're huge. Yeah, you can play for us. Yeah, he, I mean he was decent. Um, yeah, he was but right. again, like he had a couple catches in the first half. And, yeah, like their whole team was non-existent in the second. So yeah, but you know for me like I think kind of the encouraging and nice big takeaway from this game was Robbie how can a nice pass break up yeah yes that was it that's it yeah no that's 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 the only thing I got no look at the stats on that for his career <laughs> yeah that was 11 tackles in the game um yeah they he was their, close to record, their, right? their player of the game it kind of goes that whole narrative that cat fans like to put out there about home versus away Robbie yeah. Robbie Hawk Robbie oh Hawk. my god Robbie Hawk Bobby what Hawk. we were observing is Good how could the announcers get how the coach's name correct, but not because because Hawk the player because they had those guys were professionals and that girl was like a student and I don't know that she knows that rosters come with pronunciation guides because it's right there and there's like 15 players listed on it. She she corrected it. Oh, she did in the second half. I think someone maybe mentioned something. Okay, because and then the only thing they played then they played like a little like audio obviously pre-recorded and so i went back and she was like bobby hawk and robbie hawk and hawk 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 and yeah. it's like oh my god lady but yeah robbie hawk i didn't think their announcers were too terrible um i like their color commentator he's definitely some old high school football yeah. coach or something wasn't he yeah no, actually i didn't mind their production at all yeah. i actually thought for being a 
ESPN Plus school production. I thought it was pretty that was good. solid. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, go back to that Western Illinois one where it was three, like film students. Oh yeah. You know, and it was you know just I mean, not knocking, but just it was just three people that weren't highly prepared for yeah. calling a football game. The guy even got a dig in on Carson Wentz. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think their quarterback threw like a ball up, and it was like one of those no, 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 no. plays. And uh, he was like, Carson Wentz was doing that all the time for for the Colts last year. <laughs> oh, oh boy, oh man. Uh, circling back, I mean, for me, the thing like the the takeaway that I really liked was that um, Lucas Johnson had his best passing game, and it coupled with the offensive line pass blocked really well after one early sack that was a little kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnson had a lot of time. And he did. was able – and, I mean, honestly, when he had one illegal forward pass that would have been a first down pickup, which kind of, I think, killed the drive, if I remember correctly. But, I mean, moved well in the pocket, had really good protection. They were sending guys, too. And so it was just – it was nice to see – not a perfect game, but just the O line continued to improve, and then Lucas hitting nine different targets, yeah, and seven guys having multiple catches, and then just spreading this out. So it's like it's not just Mitch, you know, Aaron Fonts with eight catches leading the team. Love to see that. You know, Simpson his first touchdown, Keelan White his first touchdown, Cole Grossman a touchdown. Um, I don't know the the passing game just getting that balance because you can. Yep. Flip the coin and be the running White's game was, catch yeah. was great. Like, it was fun to see some of those yeah. guys get touchdowns. Yeah. Um, you know, Lucas Johnson's 18 to 30, 232 yards, three touchdowns. Just efficient. You know, he, the thing that I've noticed about him three games in is like you don't ever feel like, oh, we can't make the play. Mm-hmm. And that was right. definitely not the case last year. I, I said I might nitpick a little bit on him Go for today. It. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, and I don't know if maybe it was just they saw some, something on film and they were like, we don't respect their secondary at all. Because there seemed like times where they just, he, maybe he's directed to do this, but sometimes it seemed like he fell in love with trying to hit the big play over taking the play that was available. Oh, interesting. Like, uh, I noticed it kind of more in the second quarter where like uh, he would throw, the, he would throw the, the long ball and try to like hit the big play numerous times. And then there would be like guys open underneath and, you know, maybe maybe it was that they just didn't really respect their secondary, and it hasn't really happened in the first two games. But I was just like, man, I hope this isn't. I hope this isn't a trend. Yeah. I wonder. I, I bet it's not. I wonder if, yeah. you know, one of the things that I think looked well, and I think we texted about this, but the the, the Grizz ran RPO great this game, in yeah. my opinion. And um, one of the things that we've talked about on the pod is that maybe if there's a criticism of Johnson, it's that he's kept it more than he should. He didn't and, this week. And I, yeah, and I kind of wonder if maybe that was an emphasis with the coaches this week of like, you know, look downfield, make things happen. And given that they, once they settled down, they kind of knew they were dominating them. Like, yeah. they, I could see them kind of saying like, hey, we're playing with house money a little bit, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. Take some shots. Let's yeah. see what we can do. Absolutely. It was kind of surprising the way, especially the way Indiana State was like playing. Like, if you notice how like, they would do this sometimes, though, but it always seemed like they lined their linebackers like seven yards off the ball mm-hmm. and their safeties were deep too yeah and even their corner to like the to the field side was always deep and it was like man usually you just run in that situation right like usually you just attack but sometimes they would like bring their safety their their linebackers up late but i was like i couldn't believe we weren't just attacking them running the ball so i 
I mean, I, I got to think like that was a game plan. It was just yep. like, we're going to attack them because their back, their backfield must be trash. <laughs> well, they're, they're only like respectable safety was out. Oh, okay. Uh, got hurt. In the I didn't know that. The week before. I didn't okay. either. But, they announced it like halfway through. So you talk about <laughs> game plan and stuff like that. Um, you know, we only ran for like 70 something yards or 70 even, which it's just, yeah. we're not used to that. But obviously the pass game was working and there's mm-hmm. no complaints. Like it is what it is. Um, Osmo had 11 carries. Harris had five. Marcus Knight only had three carries. Like, what should we be reading into that? I am not reading anything into it yet. I'm kind of wondering if it's sort of one of those things, like, just keep him until, like, we get through that part of the season where Is it we like know a, we need we him. Like the five, like the five, like we've talked about a bunch of times, like the last five weeks are like. Like, so he just eats it against Sac State and Weaver, basically. Maybe. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm hoping it's that and it's not something that he has regressed or, like, athletically. I, I, it's hard to say. I mean, I hope that's the case yeah. where it's like, and I mean, three carries. Yeah. That's just he had weird. a catch too, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> he got the ball thrown on, but he did have a catch. But no, I mean, we no. threw it God, forty-four a... times, and we ran it thirty-three. Um, I kind of like that, though. I don't have a problem with that. I like that, like week to week game plan. That that is like you are really game guessing. planning for the opponent. You know, you like you yeah. are really seeing and, what it is, and you are really tailoring your game plan towards. I was gonna say, if yeah, any sure. of the Big Sky Conference teams, you know, watch the three games of, of pre-conference film, their biggest takeaway is gonna be, man, how do we, who do we game plan on? They can do it all because like they, they go all kinds of different places. No one's had like an uber stellar. Like you know, obviously, the, just by some of the skill set, they're gonna know you're gonna try and take Grossman a little bit. And I, it's interesting, and I, that's why I love to see see Fonts getting eight eight catches because I just think he could be really good it's sort of like this repudiation of like what we see and complain about in college football like yeah. where coaches fall in love with their system yeah it doesn't seem at all it seems like like we are like that at all you know i don't know if you noticed this but mitch roberts had four catches for 61 oh yards you wanted to bring that up oh earlier God. in the podcast you tweeted this already yeah. we know how, how are they like in the first minute you wanted to bring that up yeah because um <laughs> i believe somebody intelligent so it wasn't great um, <laughs> guess that this is about what he would average per game. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just making observations, Brent. Three three games into the season. That's all. I don't know what your problem is. So far, you, the <laughs> smart person has been spot on. God, and he literally. I was gonna try to repudiate you, but he has 177 yards in three games. Like yeah, he's yeah. literally. literally yeah, 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 yeah. It's like right on pace for everything you. Everything like, the smart you're like, damn it, he's done it. He's done better yep. than the first two. And like, there's yeah. been a dip like, when with the two points. games that he wasn't the leading receiver, there's been a different leading receiver yeah. each game. So it's like exactly what I said. Like, yeah. spread oh, the ball around, and Mitch Roberts is going to be 60 yards a game average. <laughs> this kind of brings me to another question I had when I was watching the game um, and kind of looking at stats for the season. It, and this is something I hate doing because it's real sports radio talk, and I hate sports radio. But I hate Coulter, too. <laughs> Nailed it. You knew exactly where I was going with it. Um, do you need a go-to guy? And do we have one? Oh, man. So Because the, the, the question is going to be, if we don't perform in clutch time, someone's going to be like, see, because we never developed a go-to yeah, guy. No, no, no. I, I think it's garbage, personally. I think that theory I is garbage. I think it's garbage because if you've got plenty of guys who like are know that they could get the ball at any moment and perform. Now, if you go to people and they aren't performing and we keep going to them, that becomes a different thing. So it's like yeah. maybe that's an argument. But yeah. I don't know. 
I just think you need guys the quarterback trusts. Yep. And if and if we're like six guys have TDs, like there's and three six games. guys who have at least five catches. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be trust there with Lucas Rod, Johnson and, trust, and, yeah. and this whole receiver room. So yep. like it felt like game one is maybe just Mitch. Yeah. It's just like completely branched out. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it was just the opportunities popped up for Mitch, right? I yeah. don't think Lucas like didn't trust. But I mean, Aaron Fonts eight for ninety three. Obviously, Roberts four for sixty one. Malik three for sixteen, a touchdown. Cole Grossman three for forty seven, a touchdown, which was fun to see. Yeah. Ryan Simpson two for twenty, and a touchdown. Junior Bergen only one for nineteen, but he threw a touchdown pass. Yeah, yeah it's been Should a different guy second. leading the team in receiving every, every week, week, hasn't? Yep. Yeah, every week. Yeah, and not one of those guys has been Cole Grossman yet. Not yet. This is Cole Grossman's best game, but it has yeah. been interesting how little they've thrown in. Is it, like, See, so but, is that like the night thing? Like, are we just is is Portland State going to suddenly? I don't know, but it's like you would Portland argue State. that it's like it's Idaho. If 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 he's got to make a play, he's probably looking at Roberts or Grossman. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like even though they're moving the ball around, you still kind of feel like well, we do have a couple guys that you yeah. want to go to in the clutch. Yeah. yeah, it definitely feels like. I mean, I think if it was. Fourth and five, down a score, down four points late in the fourth quarter. It feels to me like the first option is probably going to be where's Mitch mm-hmm. still. So, like, is that the go-to guy or is that just the guy that you know has the highest rate of probably pulling the passing? Because he even had a couple of contested catches mm-hmm. that he pulled in in this game too. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, defense looked great. I mean, like, yeah. I, it was funny because, like, you know, like I said, like, I was I was downtown for the first half of the game, so it was like I followed on Twitter and some clips, and, like, you guys are freaking out. Like, the defense <laughs> looks terrible. These, I'm on a few different text threads during these Grizz games, and people are just like, what on earth? And then the second half, they get, what, 28 yards in the second yeah. half? Like, yeah. It's just crazy. And Dominated. it's like you look at the stats, and it's like, you know, we talked about Robbie Houck, you know, 11 total tackles, uh, half a sack. Mm-hmm. Patrick O'Connell – Two and a half sacks, three tackles for a loss, forced that fumble. I mean, he's got five sacks already. Yeah. Leaves the conference. Yeah. I think after his first sack, I think he led the conference. So, so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I just still think like there's, um, sometimes when you give up yards, like I don't think giving up yards, I think that's overrated in football these days. I think it's obviously it's points. But like you wonder, like sometimes, like, uh, you said you flipped over to the USC game. USC's defense gave up a ton of yards, yeah. but they did not give up a ton of points. Good point. But you you wonder though when you're giving up yards, um, are better teams going to take those opportunities and, tr- and convert them to points? Sure. And like I just don't see something that's like super exploitable within our defense yet. Where like yeah. those those things that we gave up to Indiana State are going to like an, a better team is going to like exploit that and con- and convert it. I I just right, right, right. I don't get that concern yet. So. I, th- I think whatever happened with Indiana State in that first half is just like... I just think they, huh. they saw some tendencies on film that they yeah. exposed and they did the Grizz a favor because, you know, yeah. now they've seen what the coaches are looking at. Yeah. And, you know, there yeah. you go. Um, Do you know how many plays uh, Indiana State ran in the red zone? Montana's? None. None. Yeah. Montana still <laughs> has not had a single team play inside their 20. Wow. That's I didn't realize that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, so, like, the scores we've given up have been longer. A few for fluky, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, no, one has play- no one has played a snap inside Montana's 20. Wow. 
obviously, like Indiana State ran through one. I feel right? like but, right. conference yeah. play starts, that's going to change. But, oh, for sure, it'll change. Um, but it's just fascinating. Seven or seven on PATs today, too. Boy, those announcers were sure obsessed with talking about PATs. So. Well, it's because yeah. they're looking for narratives. Uh, Nico <laughs> Ramos, uh, he seems Look to have good. settled in, he so really happy good. there. Yeah. But that Adam Boykin, he had one, too. I mean, did what? he? Oh, he kicked that last he one? He kicked that last I one. What's going on with the one glove? You notice that? So the, is he wears one glove. He's the kickoff guy. He wears one single glove. Isn't he the uh, TikTok star? We just theorize on that. Yeah, yeah oh, he's okay. TikTok guy. It's all part of his brand. I think he's like a Michael Jackson. Fan? Personal brand it's is important. Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's like a, he's like one glove, Adam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you know? There, I mean, there's some things you can nitpick. I don't know who was like. I think it felt like everybody was doing kickoffs, but there were some kickoffs that were close to going out of bounds. And granted. It wasn't. So everybody was two. Rohrbach had six kickoffs, average 63.8. Uh, Botkin had two, average 52.5. Yeah. His first one was not good, right? Wasn't it First short? one almost went out of bounds. Yeah. But the kid picked it up. He should have just let it go. And it's funny because in the second one, I was like, oh, my God, it's way short. But then I forgot we got a personal foul on the touchdown. So it, yeah, was, right. it wasn't way short. It was just because of the penalty. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, kickoffs were a little – some were fine. Some were a little – yeah, Malik Flowers also became the school uh, return kickoff return yardage leader. Yeah, they kicked to him. Yep. Yeah. On accident once. once. Yep. One yeah. of his two returns this yeah. year. Yep. <laughs> One return, twenty-eight yards. Uh, I just wish. I love that he is getting more involved in the offense, though. And then it's not. And then it's like it's like different kinds of routes. The, I don't think his uh, routes are like. I don't think he's running like a super complicated route tree or anything. Right. But like. There's some things that they're doing to like make sure they get him, try to get him the get ball in space, like I mean, on the perimeter. Which you, when you were on the pod last year with us, we talked about that. Yeah, you know, you talk about Sunday. what the 49ers do with yeah. Debo Samuel, and like yeah. we should be doing that with. Some and those like semi motions that they run, I love the motions and stuff that they're running with the receivers. Yeah, like oh. I love it. I'm so glad to see that. And they're doing a bunch the of it too. This year. Yeah, they're yeah. doing a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Malik, I, I thought it was interesting that the Indiana State announcers. Said that he is one of the best kick returners in FCS history. Well, he is. He's got to be, right? I mean, because like we talked about, he's the best in Montana history. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isn't he by touchdowns like one off of the career FCS? League? I didn't realize he was that close, like in terms of just that type of pinnacle. I just I knew he was just statistically way better than anything we've ever seen. But at that type of level, and if he doesn't get a shot at the NFL as a returner, that's going to be really obnoxious. You think he would? Because I mean. He's gonna come out and he's gonna run like a what, like a four three forty yeah. or something yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. So, but he's you know, it's, you it, want those guys to be able to play special teams and and I mean he contribute could be, a receiver and he might not be big enough. He could be a gutter. He can cover kicks too. Yeah. He can it's too bad he, it's too bad he didn't do uh, mm-hmm. punt return yeah. as well. Then you're kind of more well rounded as a specialist, right? Yeah. But I wonder if we'll see that as the season goes on. Those little tunnel screens that Mitch got. Yeah. I wonder if we'll see that with, with Flowers. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? I would, love, like, I, would, I would love to see it just... Get the ball in his hands and have him, like, three steps in the lane. Yeah. I mean, that's like the end round of the Eastern Washington playoff game, yeah. right? Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, not a lot to really complain about in the game. Three fluky series for the defense. We didn't run the ball much, but honestly, we, we took what Indiana State gave us, and we passed the ball great. Third quarter, we ran the ball really well. Yeah. It was interesting that they put Brown in for like four series, and he threw the ball 13 times. <laughs> yeah. That surprised me, too. He also, yeah. Um, 13, eight for 13, 77 yards, sacked once. The dirt brought the dirt 
broke up at least one of the passes. What does that mean for our boy? I think what's going to happen anything. with Daniel? It's it, I think it just means that he he it's his first game action of the year, so they gave him a lot of series. But also because this is a Bobby Howe coach football team, that there's no way Bobby is going to let Britt get too high thinking that he's you know that's a very good point yeah because like he would have been like 16 for 16 <laughs> 200 yards maybe right is that off oh, base yeah. no i mean <laughs> is that, is that too four touchdowns that, yeah up probably around yeah. that many yeah chris brown yeah. eight for 13 77 yards longer 22 good numbers lost fumble oh i did not see that i i, I think i stopped watching the game a little uh, whoever the right tackle was uh, sorry i shouldn't do that because i don't know the right side of the Grizzo line, whatever the assignment was, did not pick a guy up. And okay. he was straight clean. And Brown is looking up the field and it's coming like the the pressure is at, at, at coming at the front of him, but just, just pop, blew him up. Ball on the ground, scoop and score. That was their second touchdown. Oh. Yeah. Gosh, you're right. I, d- I kind of forgot that they scored another <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> well, it, it was kind of funny because on an Egress post, like, people were like, why isn't Daniel Britt the backup? And I was like, you know, there's like a bigger thing. Like, your excitement, like the excitement factor, but the coaches are looking at knowledge of playbook and blah 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 blah. Just all the stupid. And all the he stupid. won three games as a backup QB last year, like yeah. three starts. And so so it's like he's like the safe pick. Like, yeah, you know he he's. You don't need your backup to be this amazing, flashy guy. Yeah, especially if your starter's healthy. And I was like, I had this big long thing defending Chris Brown, and then then that happened. Like it was literally. I think it was his. No, they had a series before his second series, and it was like. First or second down, just boom, ball, scoop, touchdown. Yeah, it's like uh. I think you nailed it, Mike. You just don't let Icarus fly too close to the sun. So you just let you just you just let you just put you just say, Dan, we're gonna we're just gonna sit you down for a few games, yeah, okay? Yeah. Just gonna cool keep, it. Okay? Keep him humble. Keep him you're, humble. You're gonna have a billboard soon. He needs to have that fire in his belly next year. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Dan Britt, first nil deal of the Grizz Fan Pod market, which doesn't make any money, so that's gonna be real interesting at nil. You we'll know. figure it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bake sales, money, sell lemonade. Money made from recycling do. cans from the beer yeah. and a glass from the wine. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sample pot. It's a wine night. It's a wine yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. Brent brought it, though. I did. Well, because we knew. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're making sure you're happy when you're filling in. <laughs> well, I had, a, I had a hard day today, okay? I had a really hard day. <laughs> um, Me, too. Justin Ford in three weeks has had three passes come his way. I know that. You want to know why I know that? Because <laughs> he tweeted it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I Did love. he really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Game one, game two, game three. I'm, I'm telling you guys, he's going to be like a first-team all-conference, most likely corner. He's going to have no stats, and he is going to have zero consideration for the right Buchanan. And he is probably – not probably. He is the best corner in the conference. Yeah. And he's going to probably have a combine invite, and he's and he's probably going to be these like fringe. I mean, who knows? But it, it, there'll be the debate of the small school corner against whatever. But um, and it's like, but he doesn't have the stat sheet. And of course, Patrick O'Connell is already building up the defensive yeah, MVP yeah. resume Absolutely. as he should because it's he is a position that is a stat monster. Just he just eats stats, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Tough world for a corner, but you know five tackles for Justin so far. <laughs> I, two, two, one. So it, maybe I, zero next game. I think it'd be funny. I mean, I could, I could totally see this too. He gets like second team because like some kid on 
NAU has like four picks. I could see him getting you screwed know, in All-American NA, voting, too. NAU goes five and six, and yeah. a kid has four picks, and they're like, oh, put this corner up over Justin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like Justin will finish with like 20 tackles. Yeah. And a pass breakup. Right. <laughs> you man, know, then he, the playoffs will hit. And man, he really will, regressed. The playoffs will hit, and teams will be like, God, this kid sucks. Yeah. And he'll like have like two picks, and right. I'm <laughs> here yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what Jermaine do, did. Do you guys 11. think he, he changed his number to six as like a as – like Middle pick finger six. to quarterbacks. This is like pick six. Throw my way. It's going to be six points. Could be. Could be. Him? Yeah. I believe it. I'm sure so? there's another reason for it, but I would believe that. I wonder if that that's what it was. Now. That was my first thought when I saw that. Yeah. That's ridiculous <laughs> and awesome. Um, anything else about this game? I mean, Junior, Berger, Junior Bergen uh, is second on the team in touchdown passes. So there's that. I love that the Daniel Britt better watch his back. Oh yeah, exactly. I love God, that. Yeah. On it. <laughs> I love that that receiver that got burned. It's like, oh shit! <laughs> did you did you see how that corner played that play too? No. Like he initially played it right. Like he he really like played. He backed up, and then when Bergen like broke like, a tackle, when he like kind of like started towards the line where he was clearly throwing it, the corner jumped forward and mm-hmm. just let just let uh, flowers, flowers just go left straight behind off. it. Yep. I, I like saw that on replay. I watched it like five times, and I was like, "Hey, they they had it figured out." And no, they didn't. Yeah, it was a bummer too because they ran an, another like a yeah. double reverse pass. That I thought if Junior would have turned, he had I he could, had Keelan White on the backside. Did he? Yeah, but that's I mean that's a tough that's tough. You yeah. can't you can't I mean, ask too much. He should have thrown it away. Yeah, I mean he yeah. took a six yard loss, yeah. stepping out of bounds, but you know it's not his primary job. I thought it was just cool to see that. Yep. I thought it was cool for them to see like play some trickeration and. Well, the, things up a little bit. So this was a put it on film game, right? Yep. Yeah. Because we did a bunch of stuff. Like we had receiver or running backs catch a lot more passes than they've caught before. It's Junior Bergen take two ish right pass attempts. I don't know. We got a, there was a lot more stuff put into the atmosphere mm-hmm. for um, Portland State to have to dissect and plan for. Yeah. So, yeah. Or and others, but that's yeah. our next opponent. So yep. yeah. No. All right, we're three and zero. I was gonna say it's where we expected to be. I don't have anything left to say about this game except uh, Eric Tabor, the UMSID, tweeted out that the Grizz gained four hundred and six yards, which is kind of cool. Four hundred six. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Look at that. There Tabor catches those things. I know he's really good. He about caught those it pretty things. quick too. Yeah. <laughs> nice right. work. Well, uh, we want to look around the conference here? Yep. Okay. This is – it's kind of funny. I love home games. It turns – it's a full day for a lot of us. Pod Dog is doing something God, over there. what Pod Dog's doing down there. Doing what dogs do. Uh, licking the floor or licking something else? He's licking his paw. Yeah, oh, it's just, just paw. paw. Okay. Yeah, he's cleaning his paws. Bruce. It's like <laughs> – for those that wonder, Pod Dog Huck is still alive, but he's wait. Just... That's Huck down there. Oh well, then there's Huck. Yeah, yeah. He's only looking at his foot though. That's good. Yeah. Um, he's like approaching twelve. I should probably just let him do whatever he wants. He might like, not know what he's looking. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's not the first choice my dogs go to in our house <laughs> on the couch. Oh, don't worry. Watching TV. Don't worry. Huck has that ability. Too. <laughs> uh, but so the thing sometimes I like about like away games, especially this one, the early game was. And and there was some decent national games, but there wasn't like a lot of big bill national games. Like this is the first time I was able to pop up the ESPN app, go to the four team four game grid, and like watch a lot of the other programs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I actually literally watched 
No, I didn't watch Northern Colorado. Apologies. I watched almost every other Big Sky team for a little bit. Uh, South Dakota beats Cal Poly 38-21. Cal Poly, it was weird. It was 21-7 in the blink of an eye, and then it was 21-7 forever. And yeah. then uh, South Dakota tacked on a couple late. We saw South Dakota last week. Poly still, they've got this, uh, you know, they got this uh, quarterback, Aaron Fonts, Xavier Harris, teammate. Uh, from high school, he makes a couple plays. He makes a couple of boneheaded type stuff as well, too. Polly defensively looks small, but they're a little scrappy. They did mm-hmm. a few things. But South Dakota's I mean, Cal Poly's kind of what we kind of thought Baldwin would get to. Yeah. I thought maybe it'd be a year earlier than this, but, yeah. you know, they're going to have a functional offense. I'm not surprised he's found a QB. Like, that's who Baldwin is. They're he had 362 yards and three touchdowns in the game. What kind of quarterback is he? Is he a pocket guy? Is he a little more of a pocket guy? Around? Yeah, he's 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 a little he's he's a little little scrambly, but a little bit more of yeah. He he's not the biggest running threat, but okay. uh, he's he's got some feet. He moves around a bit, but okay. He's uh, pass first kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, Idaho 42-14 over Drake, and so if you just took it away, they they beat the crap out of Drake. But if you watch the first, first half, half. Of, if you watch the first half of that game, they did not beat the crap out Which, of Which I mean, if we're going by what they've been judging their season by so far, Drake can count that as a win. Oh my and, god! Yeah. Um, <laughs> essentially, you know, they're screwed. So <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, like it was kind of going score for score, I think, and then um, Idaho had a what was it twenty to fourteen lead at the half, mm-hmm. and then the second half, like they take a punt back, and then they just. They did what they should have done to Drake. I mean, Drake. Drake is an FCS school, allegedly. Allegedly. Rob Ash. They, like, lost there. Yeah, right. That's where it came from. Uh, They lost to a Division II school last week badly. Um, They hung around for a bit, but... What was the atmosphere in the Kibbe Dome? Could you gain a sense of that? Oh, it was crazy. Crazy? Crazy. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, They were disappointed. The the Idaho guys. I know the Tubbs guys were really disappointed. But not as as full as they thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Drake. I mean, come on. How do you, tough, I mean, sell. especially like as an Idaho fan, and we know some of our Tubbs guys, some aren't, but some are like this, like they still think they're should be in the FBS. <coughs> and it's like, now we're hosting a team that lost to a division two school. Like, how do you get excited for that? It's hard. Yeah. It's tough. I gotta say though, their, their coach is a character. I mean, yeah. animated Elvis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's Elvis. Uh, he looks like Elvis. No, he looks like, he like fat, be, like he late looks Elvis, like he right? could be an Elvis impersonator. Okay. We're talking like Elvis, like Las Vegas. Elvis, Elvis. Vegas, yeah. Elvis, yes. Yeah. I'm not saying he'd be a good one, but he, he could be. Kind of. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. I mean, I can see why they like him. I mean, he's, he, is a, oh, yeah. he is a loud personality on the sideline. Honestly, I'm kind of scared of Idaho if he ever gets it going. Because, like, I always think Idaho is a team that has no reason not, not to be a really good FCS team if they can get a staff that can do something. I mean, they're top three or four in facilities. Yeah. I mean, not, the Kibbe Dome I mean, is nothing great, but like it's. But I mean, it's better. It's better than it's better than a lot of the other stuff out yeah. there. Um, and it seems like he's got a, kind of an attitude and excitement about him that mm-hmm. brings some kids in. Um, I can see it. I can totally see it. <laughs> and he's not a Petrino. So. <laughs> the, it was kind of funny. I was. His kids are too young to play Kibbe. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I just got to say something about Petrinos really quick. I was watching College Game Day and. Uh, What's the name of the guys at Missouri State right now? Dude, they yeah, they, they had a seventeen lead. Arkansas. 
they they were playing in Arkansas, right? And they said on college game day, they were like, if anybody can handle people saying negative things about him, it's Petrino. And I was like, wait a second. Are we talking about the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> this guy is a good at handling negative things? The that's Petrino funny. family is used to getting shit on, okay, Kyle? But he, <laughs> I mean, he yeah. coached at Arkansas. That's yeah. where he coached when yeah. he got that's where he had the, the neck brace. The neck the motorcycle, race, right? Yeah. Yeah. With the young the co-ed. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I can't imagine some of the signs that were. Can you imagine if that whole incident had happened even today as compared to when it happened like oh less God. than a decade oh. ago? Like, there's no way he'd be coaching again, right? No, no. no. Although no. then I guess the Urban Meyer had the weird. He's yeah. going to be in Nebraska in four or five days probably. But <laughs> Urban Meyer is like a, a different level. you know. I know. If it was like. If PJ Fleck at Minnesota did it, right? If, like, if you had a daughter. Gone. And you uh, you had to choose between the Petrino and Urban Meyer. Who would you choose? Mike and I both have daughters. So I'm let's not, not answer this question. Really, you have to. Like if they, no. if they had to no. marry, like I most certainly which one? Which one would Pass. you? Choose? Who's a better man? Oh my God! I hope that my daughter marries whomever they want, <laughs> male, female, whatever. I just hope they're a better person than either one of those two coaches. <laughs> I think well, Paul well, Petrino. Paul Petrino doesn't have any like. Extramarital issues, right? Uh, that we know of. Paul, he's the Idaho. The Idaho. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, I'm talking about the. I'm talking about. The You're talking Missouri about Bobby. State guy. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah. talking about the two guys that have been, <laughs> yeah, that have been yeah. done yeah. things yeah. that shouldn't be done. Done stupid shit. Yeah. Um, All right, moving on to football. So, Central Arkansas uh, played at Idaho State. I watched two whole plays of this game where uh, Central Arkansas. I think blocked a punt and scored a touchdown. Idaho State looked terrible. They scored some garbage time touchdowns. I don't know. It was 31-16 was the final. Arkansas was up uh, 28-3 until real late. So this rebuild is going to be tough. For this guy. It's going to be tough. Because they were excited about that. That was all things considered a good coaching hire. It was a good hire, but, I mean, it's, it's year one. And, you know, um, Idaho State's new field looks fine, and they're – New seats, considering most were still empty. Look, they did some renovations. Great, yeah, they got a new field and they got rid of those old crappy plastic bucket seats. Oh yeah, um, I don't know. Still Idaho State, yeah. But you know, the goalposts still hang from the ceiling. Um, <laughs> this is true with the Kimmy Dome too. Kimmy Dome's they're dope. the exact same. Yeah, they do. No, no, no. Yes, Idaho do. State runs with you the want arch. A bet? You want to bet yeah, I think money they do. that the I Kimmy think they Dome? Do. Are you sure? I think, I'm pretty sure they do. Okay. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've been in the Kibbe Dome. So. But doesn't Kibbe Dome, because Idaho State's runs with the, the arch of the dome. And the Kibbe Dome, doesn't it run? Both of them have ceilings that they can bolt things to. I'm pretty sure it's the same architect. The Hank they're they're the exact same stadium yeah. design. But I thought one went with the arch, with the length of the arch and the other like widened it. Maybe oh. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I believe you're wrong. Okay. Can we get some confirmation on that from <laughs> I mean, people I can, around the I league? probably Google it. Idaho State is the oldest dome west of the Mississippi. I do know that. Uh, let's see. North Dakota scored a late touchdown to beat Northern Arizona 27-24. NAU's got a little bit of... NAU thought that they were... Um, they they yeah. actually had the game. It was a good game. Yeah. They, yeah. Um, I am correct. They hang from the ceiling. Whatever. Um, Sac State beat Northern Iowa. 
pretty, 0 Northern Iowa is good. still is still in track for a seed. So I, was gonna, I think worry. that made them better likely odds oh to make God, the yeah. playoffs. Top four. Um, um, do we need to talk about North Dakota NAU at all? Like NAU? Oh, yeah, sorry. People were saying during the game, you know, they've got such an easy schedule. But I mean, Weber goes there, so it's like I, I think Weber's going to crush them. They're going to kill them. And I mean, North Dakota is showing a little bit. I mean, they're two and one now. Um, but NAU is one and two. Weber will hand them another loss. That's three. I don't know. I just NAU looks like the NAU that you expect, where they have a bunch of like five eight guys that are fast, and so someone catches a ball or someone makes a play, and oh my god, it's amazing. And then as the game goes on, <laughs> these dogs, dog fighting um, in the living room. No, he was uh, fighting the 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 footrest. <laughs> oh, it was just Huck? Yeah, yeah. Huck, oh, what are you yeah. doing? Man's going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so NAU hosts Idaho. That's going to be a tough one. They go to Portland. Tough. They host Cal Poly. That's going to be a shootout. Go to Davis. No. Idaho State. Win. Cats. Loss. UNC. Probably a win. Weaver. I mean, if the first three weeks of NAU is what you need to expect... They're gonna go five. They're gonna be five hundred ish, five and six, six and five. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Sac State put it uh, interestingly. Like they made it kind of close there in the middle. Well, right? they like were kicking the crap out of Northern Iowa, and then all of a sudden it was like a it was a one score game. Uh, Northern Iowa put fourteen points in the third quarter, and it was tight. Uh, but Sac then kind of buckled down, put them away. Sacramento State runs the ball really well. They got this running back, a scatab- Scatabo or something. We've seen this kid before. He is, he just bounces off people. He is physical, um, and it's an opportunistic defense that like makes mistakes, but then comes back and forces turnovers. So, Northern Iowa looked okay at times and looked terrible at other times too. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> it was kind of a typical Sac State game where they have stretches where they look amazing and stretches where they look terrible. But they did the same thing: two QBs, number ten and number twelve. In and out, up and down, left and right. Some ran, some didn't. Some passed, some didn't. It was huh. it was a whole thing. So Weird. yeah. O'Hara O'Hara had nineteen carries. What's that? That's our that's our other quarterback. O'Hara. QB. That yeah. was uh, number twelve. Your QB had so, nineteen. Yeah, carries. yeah he led the team in carries. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By lots. Smoke. By wide margin. Weird. Good news, guys. Northern Colorado won a game. So everything's fine. Yeah, I mean. They everything that their fans have told us for the last three years is accurate, and they're on the right track. And Lamar could win the Big Sky, and so beating them is a big deal, right? But Jacob Sermon played QB the whole way. Well, it's, it's about time it's about he did time. that. Two hundred eighteen yards and a touchdown. And you know. I mean, I, I I'm sure that it sucked for Eddie to bench his son, but the the solace is that he gave his son 22 more division 1 QB starts than he should have ever had. Right, right. So also he probably told his son that he can join his coaching staff. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. You know? we, got, yeah. we got we got multiple jobs for yeah. the kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's ready to demote his offensive coordinator. <laughs> oh shoot, that's oh, yeah, damn. Have to fight at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh UC Davis beat the crap out of San Diego as expected 43-13. UC Davis's first win though. So I don't um, know what to make of UC Davis. Well, I mean, their first two games were playoffs, weren't they? Yeah. Let me check. Let me check. They barely, yeah, they lost like the Cal. 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 Oh, South Dakota. They yeah, lost the two Cal lost. And they I mean, lost by two. But this is the thing like UC Davis, then now they host Weber. They go to the Cats, NAU. 
I did their last game of the year is Sac State. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they I just, guess technically they haven't lost a game they were supposed to win, but they just have a tough schedule. Yeah, yeah, they could certainly start zero and two, and then all of a sudden be five and two in league. Yeah, you I mean, see, I don't know. I, I don't know how good. I don't know what to expect from them. Like, I don't know if they're you see Davis where they match could, up with. But. I mean, that could be like a thing. Like, I hope it doesn't happen, but say Montana either gets a four through eight seed god forbid doesn't get a seed that's team we see first like they are like the last team in with like a seven and four record maybe one win that they shouldn't have won if it's weber or if it's sack yeah and then uh and they're coming to missouri they would probably they would absolutely do that because we haven't seen them yeah right so yeah yeah. mark it mark it down Uh, Weber State put it to Utah Tech pretty good, 44-14. I know some was of that them. game close at one point, or was that just early in the game? Because I was looking at scores. Halftime was 24-14. Okay. I haven't looked at stats, but I've been told that their offense looked pretty okay. Yeah. No, I mean, well, I mean, Bronson Barron put up 370, yard, 370 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, they also ran. They had a guy with 160 okay. on the ground. Um, it's a lot better than we looked against that team. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of close. I think some of the Weber fans were saying there's a lot to clean up, but I don't know, 44-14. Barron's put up pretty good numbers so far this year, considering, yeah. I'm really excited to kind of see how Weber does in the Big Sky Conference because right now Riley Corcoran's looking really smart on saying Weber mm-hmm. was the big time. Do you guys want to go to that game? No, no. Okay, Maybe. great. I'm I'm par- I'm allegedly Maybe? Maybe? I'm allegedly apparently okay. flying back to town that day for oh. something. So yeah. Okay. Uh, Weber I State. I mean, I've been. I need to figure out one. Yeah. The question is, what if James wants to go? Let's bring Take him. It. Let's bring him along. It changes the condition of the trip. It does. Know? We'd have to do less uh, drinking. <laughs> yeah. He might have a football game though. He might not be able to. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. This yeah. Week. yeah. I gotta say, there's no strip clubs in LA anyway. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you mean Salt Lake? Oh, I said yeah. LA. When, I was confused by that. There's a lot. I thought there, you were making right? a joke that Salt Lake uh, see, is like I the totally, new LA. I totally botched that joke. Yeah. All right, never mind. Um, Weaver's Conference at Davis versus Eastern at Portland at MSU versus Grizz versus SAC versus oh. Idaho at NEU. So we go SAC, Weaver, and Weaver goes us, SAC. Cats us. Cats us, SAC. In, Boy, I mean, at least they catch like, them three weeks. They've got a, I mean, just like we've got a tough schedule, right they there, they've got, got a tough one right there too. But I mean, at least they catch us in sack at home. I know. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Montana and Weber are going to be battle tested by the time playoffs get here, right? I mean, back to back. We to are. Back. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, hits, hits, hits. At yeah. least they get to end with Idaho State and Northern Arizona, right? Yeah. You know, like we we get what is it? Like we end with Polly and Cats. Okay. Okay, so but it's... we were the week before, right? Yeah, right. Uh, only other game was Montana State six uh, twenty-eight, Oregon State sixty-eight. I watched the first half and some of the third quarter. I mean, Oregon State just bigger, better, physical, more team, uh, more physical team. Tommy ran the ball well. He passed the ball poorly, like we said when we had James here. Quite poorly. I mean, Oregon State's a good school. Yeah. Um, that were. I think that USC game is going to be yeah. interesting because Oregon State's offense looks good. Oh, and they're they're just really good, physical, good. and they just want to they just will pound it down your throat. I mean, they've got a they've got two big backs. Yeah, they've got a couple big receivers. QB yeah, looks scared. legit. I mean, that Oregon State USC game is going to be 
a high scoring game. I would yeah. bet. I'm legitimately scared of Oregon State. Yep. Cats took a kickoff uh, back for a touchdown. Any- <clears throat> yeah. When was the last time anybody said that about Oregon State? Uh, it's been a minute. TJ Hushman Zotto was playing there? <laughs> when Johnson Smith was his quarterback? Yeah, yeah, yeah now he's yeah. the head coach. Chad Johnson? <laughs> I mean, Cats had a, a nice opening drive. Um, whoever the backup is scored the touchdown. They got this other kid that comes in at QB. And what is with that? You got a, you got Tommy Mallott. Running the ball. Incredible. Incredible running, running the ball. ball. But yeah. then you got the other guy who know. runs the ball? Yeah. It was a bad game for Tommy, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't think the I don't think any team in the Big Sky would have beat Oregon State anyways. So no. it, it, it's just it's hard to read like a sixty eight twenty eight loss being some like big indicator that the cats are terrible. Except or, we did get told today by somebody <laughs> that they don't think Montana State's defense is good. Do you guys recall that? I do. Well I th- I don't I think that's a that's little jump to Yeah, I mean it's I need to see a few more games for yeah. that. It's different when you're playing like an FBS team who just is so physical Good. and can and can go at you that way. Like, yeah. you're just not supposed to hold up against those teams. You're more likely to beat the teams that try to like. I feel like that try to like spread you out and try to like get cute with you. When when they just want to beat you physically, and they're set up that way, like you're just not supposed to hang with them. Oregon State, 540 total yards. 325 passing, 215 rushing, plus three turnover, 33 minutes time of possession. I mean, they want every facet of the game, but mm-hmm. I think you kind of expect it. I yeah. just, I, I just don't think you can take have this be some big takeaway at all that the cats are bad because mm-hmm. they had a bad loss. So yeah, that is around the big sky. Um. <clears throat> Let's just jump right into this week in the Big Sky, and then let's do the quiz game last. Yeah, we, okay. Oh, see, now I closed out of it, so you got to give me a second here. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Come on now. So Weber's number two in scoring defense. Montana's number one. Ah, man. Weber scares me. Weber's going to be... Sacks, that, those two weeks make me really nervous. Dude, this, yeah. I mean, I, it, it, like it's the four of us. It's Cats, Grizz, Hornets. Wildcats. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, in out of conference at least, those are the four that have absolutely risen to the top. And, and I don't I don't feel like there's some dark horse that's jumped out. You know, I don't feel like, oh, NAU could no. make some noise. Or, I, I mean, UC Davis, they have such a tough schedule. Like, maybe they get in with a 7-4 and four record or something, but I don't know. Yeah, okay. I, don't think, I don't think anybody's threatening at the top, though. Yep. All right, so we cooked through this with James. I think we can analyze this a little less than he did, right? Idaho State goes to Northern Colorado. <laughs> Sermon? What a game. What I mean, I'm going to pick Northern Colorado. It's at, it's at Northern Colorado? Yes. Can't believe it, but I'm going to pick Northern Colorado. Over under 5,000 people tuning into that game on ESPN+. Oh, Plus. tuning in. Do they keep those stats? I don't know. Yes, yeah, yeah, they have streaming stats. Oh, way under. Way under? Way 5, under. 5,000? Win or five. <laughs> that is pathetic. <laughs> and it's the first game, too. It's a one. You know, okay, so here's the thing. It's a one, so they might maybe, like, get some sympathy feeds for an hour. Man, how quick do you turn it off, though, if you were, if you just stumbled across it? Because <laughs> you're going to see, like, three and out punt, three and out punt, three yeah. and out punt, three and out punt. You're going to be like, 
All right, I got better stuff to do. Uh, okay, we'll come. Uh, okay, uh, cats go to Eastern. I'm excited for that. Oh, I, I guess did you pick the first one? I guess I didn't either. I did not. I I just uh, I just criticized it. I think Idaho State's going to win the game. I think in our Big Sky Power ranking, I had Idaho State last, Northern Colorado second last. I think Northern, so I just think it's at Northern Colorado, and if they're starting Sermon, I just I yeah. think that they probably are slightly Sermon more functional. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think I'll, Sermon I'll has his first big game. Either you I mean, they're both bad teams. teams. Yeah, and yeah. I, like bad if one of them shows up and it's terrible, and I got it wrong, I yeah, would be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, cats go to Eastern. I feel I like this has potential to be one of those kind of old-fashioned cats and Easter games before, like at the end of at the end of Ash and the beginning of Choate, where it was like those like shootout fifty-eight, fifty-seven. You Absolutely. know, like because neat. Well, Eastern doesn't have a defense. Eastern also generally has a pretty good offense. The cats, who knows? Right. Um, I think Montana State. Yeah, I do, I do too. I mean, they have to win this game if they are, if they are who they are supposed to be. You have to win this game. They are who we thought they were. Yeah, yeah. I think that I, I, I go Cats. I could see something like that though. Like last second touchdown, final score fifty five fifty four, something stupid like that. Yeah. Let's see if they could just brush that off. <laughs> brush off. What, now Eastern what just Eastern had a week to prepare, but I don't know what that necessarily means. Yeah. So uh, okay, Idaho goes to Northern Arizona. I'm all, I'm very intrigued by this game also because I think like Me we too. didn't say we didn't say we said there's not like a dark horse that's going to threaten like the top four but these but like too. I think like these like I I really want to see if Idaho is like can live up to kind of what they did in the non-conference yeah because you play Washington State tough you you didn't lose by a lot at Indiana and then yeah, beating bad beating Drake is beating Drake, Drake is really hard and like I I want to see if they can actually like. If they are a good, is team. it in Flagstaff? You yes, said? yeah, in Flagstaff, I'm go with Northern Arizona. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, I'm I yeah. readily acknowledging that I could be wrong and it could look terrible, but I, I mean, NAU has historically, or Idaho has historically, had trouble getting up for some of these games. Yes. Um, now, a new coach, new new atmosphere, whatever. You know, NAU moved the ball at times. The one thing maybe is that maybe Idaho's defense is better than we're giving it credit for. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm going to stick with NAU, but we'll see. I'm going Idaho. I'll go. I'm going to go NAU. I think what surprised me with Drake game was Drake continually got through Idaho's O line. They yeah. pressured Idaho's QBs the whole game with four man rushes, or were they yeah. blitzing a lot? Yeah, yeah, four man. And I don't know. Maybe it was design, but I just think um, I don't know. I just got a feeling NAU is going to do it. Elevation, all that stuff, all that, all those weird intangibles. Yeah. Sac State goes to Colorado State. This is such a weird one. Colorado State. <laughs> like, I mean, I think Sac State is good. I don't know that they're, mm. like, pull that upset good. So Colorado State's losses are bad. <laughs> Michigan? Middle Tennessee? Is it Tennessee? Yeah. Or was it Middle, Middle Tennessee State? Middle Tennessee? They're I mean, they're they're just not competitive. Washington, like they lost State. fifty-one to seven to Michigan, thirty-eight to seven to Washington State. I think Sacks thirty-four nineteen to Middle Sacks Tennessee. I think, Sa- I think Sacks not only going to win this game, I think they're going to win it big. Huh. Wow. See, I think that what Sack does on offense 
you struggle against better athletes, and even if Colorado State's a terrible team, I feel like their defense is going to catch some of what they're doing. But, you know, good running backs at the FCS level struggle against average defenders at the FBS level. But uh, second do it all, though, is the thing. So, yeah, sack sack double digits. That's my guess. Jesus. You know, Arizona just beat North Dakota State last week. Yeah. I'm going to go Colorado State, but it's close. Okay. Yeah. I'm Colorado with, State. I'm with Kyle. Uh, Weber goes to Davis. I'm gonna, I want to say Weber, and I'm going to stick with Weber. This could be a trap game for Weber, though. Late night game, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's the same thing the Grizz struggle with a little bit with that, you know, late night game. But it's also, Weber's riding high. You know, yeah. big. they had a really good pre-conference season. It's probably as good as mm-hmm. anybody in the conference. You know, had that big upset. They're expected to be doing pretty well until the stretch, the same stretch that the Grizz have. So right. it's like, I don't know. This could be a trap game. Yeah, could be. I still think Weaver will win it. But I'll pick Weaver, but yeah. I, I, I'm with you. Maybe something like a 31-21 type game, Man, something. If yeah. they gave up 21 points to Davis, they've only given up like 29 points all year, and nine of them have been. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, no, Davis played this last week. They've yeah. already got a buy. Offense or no, safety. No, no, yeah. Wrong one. no, yeah. So I'm going Weaver smashes them. Smashes. Yeah. Right. I think they I think So we're all picking Weaver to win, but, Weaver. Yeah, but we're kind of acknowledging Different. maybe it's a Mike yeah. and I think close. Kyle thinks kill him. Yeah. All right. And I maybe it'll be a real stretch because it's like I don't know what to make of Weaver's offense. Right. Yeah. You know, has have they just has their offense just looked good against bad teams? Like Utah State, like they didn't actually have a ton of offense. It just they scored a lot of points. I, I haven't watched them yet. Are they still? Do they still look the same? Like, are they, have they changed? They look anything? different. I mean, they look, they different? look different. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they beat Connecticut by eleven, and then they got trucked by Bama, and they got trucked by Weber, and they haven't played a game since. So, yeah, it's tough to say if Utah State is just like awful, awful. Yeah. Like Colorado State, awful. Oh, I mean, I mean, does Weber does Weber, Weber. look different on offense, or do they do they still look oh. like the same? Are they still like that? I don't know. Now, didn't they? They changed something up in their offense. To get a new offensive coordinator? I'm not sure. Or some of the play calls? I'm not sure. I actually want to look and see this. <sighs> yeah, I don't know enough about him. Yeah, I haven't followed it enough yet. All right, last game then is right here in Missoula. Homecoming. Portland State comes to town. Barney Ball. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll Our protected rival Portland State, Jesus. guys. I think the Grizz are going <laughs> to crush Portland State. Like I feel like it's homecoming kick off the kick off the conference season yeah. at home. Yeah. Um, you know, Portland State for a few few years in the in this Hauk era has held close, but last year they kind of turned a corner. The Grizz did. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see it. I don't think Portland State has the talent to to hold with the Grizz at home. Can I go back to Weber State for just a second? Yeah. Weber State's offensive coordinator. Tell me if you guys think this is a real name or not. His name is Mickey Mental. <laughs> is that is that just so like me? Is that me just like reacting to that? Or is that name? just like a? It's, it's an interesting name. Mickey I Mental heard that he some like he has like no ties to yes. Utah at all. Like, like he was just like except for like one that. random like first season. Where was he was he at Notre Dame College, which I didn't know that was a thing. That's not the same as no. It's a Division two school in South Euclid, Ohio. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, Mickey think, Mental. So do you think Mickey Mental is in the one bar in downtown Oak, 
uh, Ogden. He's like, I coached for Notre Dame before this. Yeah. Just doesn't say you should college. Yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> All right. All right. We can go back to All another right, Chris. Sorry. Sorry for that aside. Um, Portland State. Bruce Barnum's kids, Grizz. Yep. Uh, Barnum and Bobby are friends. Barnum will be on this coaching staff when he's finally done at Portland State. Yep. Barnum <laughs> Assuming Bobby's an analyst. Something like that. Uh, so I watched almost all of the first game they played against San Jose. Here's the weird thing with Portland. They had a not a week zero, but they played Thursday of week one. Yep. So they had 10 days Which off. Which we should do. Mm-hmm. Right? They had 10 days off, and they played Washington, and they got smoked because it's Washington. Washington just put it to Michigan State. And they got two weeks off, and they got us. So they had 10 days between two games, and now 14 days between the next. That's almost you're not getting that's not, I don't think that's yeah. a good thing for you. You're not getting into any sort of routine. Yeah. yeah. So there's the there's the routine side. There's the rest and scouting and prep side. So, you know, you can look at it either way. A lot of yeah. times you tend to see teams coming off a bye don't play the best initially. That San Jose State game, they absolutely should have won. They they screwed that game up so incredibly bad. Um, they were – it was kind of this, like, low-scoring game. The final score was 21-17 San Jose – we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the pod, but um, San Jose punts the ball to Portland for Portland to get a drive for a go-ahead, and Portland fumbles the ball. San Jose goes to the Portland five, first and goal, and runs four pass plays, because that's what you do, first and goal on the five, right? You don't run it at all. And they turn it over on downs. Portland goes three and out, punts it. San Jose gets down to the two, and on whatever, I think it was third and goal. They finally they they pass on first down. They pass on second down. It's a pass play on third down, but it's all jammed up, and the quarterback runs in, and they score. Portland gets to midfield, but clock runs out. Um, San Jose is a bad program with yeah. I think a new coach, so um, I don't know if they've won any other game. I don't think they have. And then next week they go to Washington. Washington does what the Huskies are expected to do. They kind of put it to them. Um, it's hard to analyze if Portland's any good because they've just played two guarantee games. They haven't played a D2 school. They haven't played an FCS school. And this is the thing. So they've got a new quarterback because who's the guy they've had? Davis. He, yeah. That guy was awesome. He, yeah. He, I mean, he, he was turned fun. 30 and the NCAA yeah, he turned 30. He I mean, <laughs> right. We were like guessing if he's going to like grad transfer to Montana this year, right? Bobby loved him. Yeah. Um, you gotta get out of here, man. Yeah. You gotta it's get like, out of your life. It's, just, it's, just it's time to start a career. Yeah. It's like he's got three kids. He you owns know, a house. Like the guy at the frat. It's like, God, buddy, you know, it's just you're scaring off the new pledges. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Um, they have they've added some transfers, but they've got some pretty good talent. And where they have talent is their defensive line. Um, they've got this VJ Mallow kid, number forty three. Um. Ten and a half sacks last year, three forced fumbles, first team all conference, two hundred seventy pounds. Uh, so I know Mike, I hear you, but I think they've got some talent. They got this, uh, what's this kid's name? Bo Kelly, the wide receiver that's been there for forty years as well. Too um, kid did good against both San Jose and Washington. So I remember they, hearing I just, they might have the best uh, on Coulter's show. The the guy that covers them for, I think his own. His own yeah. Uh, blog. Yeah. 
uh, claim that they might have the best receiver core in the Big Sky. But this um, is the thing, like, I you don't play know. two playoff games and you just don't... You don't I don't know. The thing what... about Portland is every year, every year we hear this, like, they're so talented. <laughs> They've got so, such good talent on the roster, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, maybe maybe this is the year. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But I just don't buy it. Like, I mean... Like, I never buy it. I'm sure, like, if Coulter was here, he'd be telling us how amazing they are in their top five program and all this <laughs> stuff. But, I mean, like, they... You know what the one consistent thing of the Barnum era is? They've been consistently bad, except for one good year. You know, they did last time they played Montana at homecoming. They won. 2018. In Montana. They beat us. But that was was early in the Hauk era. The 2018 Grizz are not the 2022 Grizz. They didn't make the playoffs. We love turning the ball over that year. My God. Yeah. Love with it. Yeah. Yeah, It makes a fluke field goal. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I just never buy it with Portland State. I just think, like... The thing with them, and it's football and it's basketball, it's always like they have talent, they but they never have like, I don't know what it is. It's focus. Maybe it's not pride in a program because they don't have those because they don't, they don't really have like programs, right? I mean, yeah. it's been since, um, gosh, what's his name? Walsh was there like when Tim Walsh. like early 2000s, like yeah. that Portland State was like they were decent then. a real, real threat. Like yeah. where they were pretty good year in and year out for a few years. I just, I just never buy it with them. I'm with you. I never um, trust them. Yeah. So, Bo Kelly, their wide receiver, first team all conference. VJ Mallow, defense fan, first team all conference. Anthony Adams, cornerback, first team all conference. They've got some guys that are like recognized conference wide mm-hmm. as being talented kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to think, I don't know if, <laughs> I think this is a better team than South Dakota. Definitely a better team than Indiana. Really? State. Yeah. Better than South barely, Dakota. Barely, you barely, think this barely. team's wow. better than South Dakota? What yes. the fuck have I, you been smoking? I, I said yes. barely. I said barely. That's that bomb of the night. <laughs> I mean, like, what are you doing here? I feel like you are like trying to convince us no. so that we like go when to the did, game. When did Coulter We're get going here? To the game? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean. I know that you have Better missing a few people in marketing wow. right now, but I, Kyle and I are going to the game. Yeah, we're gonna be I'm going to the people I'm listening to this game too. Going to the game. You know going what? There's probably going to be twenty five thousand people yeah. there. Like it's, it's homecoming. homecoming. What, it's homecoming. It's what a are weird you, crowd? Yeah. What are you trying to? Oh, and here we go with this Brit homecoming. Weird crowd. weird crowd. It's a weird crowd at homecoming. Oh my god. Why? Because they're drunk early. No, because they don't care. Because it's all like because you have like you're gonna have. 5,000 people that normally don't go to a Grizz game that don't understand how a game works or whatever, and they're going to get in when the second quarter starts, they're going to go out at halftime, and they're not going to come back. It happens at every homecoming. And the crowd should not make a difference in the game. I might be one of those people. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to. I had a homecoming where I didn't make that's it back, but uh, people have heard that story before. But um, anyways, I, I think Portland is slightly better than South Dakota. Okay. I think I don't think this is a team that beats us. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that I, I, I see this being a more challenging game for a couple so, reasons. Okay. I think they have they've got a giant running back from Boise. They've got a fast running back and they've got a mobile QB. So they are a running team, and they're going to probably pull some stuff that might show a bit of success. They've got a very good receiver that's quick. They've got some defensive guys that do a few things, and they run that goofy-ass flex defense that sometimes is a real big problem for us. And Lucas Johnson has seen – and this O-line and this receiver core 
has seen a lot of generic stuff, but they've not seen the flex. Has the flex um, seen an offense that has so many different people they can spread the ball to? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it didn't I just do good don't understand Washington, why you're standing so hard for <laughs> Portland State right now. Like, is it is it it's is like, it a game where it's like challenging early and then we're just Barney like giving you pretzels? Like, what is? Oh, this? I would love these some of those pretzels, pretzels so right amazing. now. The wine in these pretzels would be so I know, good. You could share. <laughs> yeah, that's pre- I mean, those pretzels are good. Pretzels. They're so yeah. good. Oh my Dots god, Dots pretzels. The, the honey mustard ones. I've never had those Dude, ones, but so good. Um, I think we're gonna win. I don't think we're not gonna win. I think it's going to be close in the, like halfway through the third. Late third. Halfway through the third. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. I can't believe that you said this team's better in South Dakota. Like, I mean, I'll watch the I game, guess. and if you're right, I yeah. will I will completely admit it. I, I readily admit I am taking a flyer here. Because what would they pick to, in the big sky? Seventh? I don't know. <laughs> Seventh? That's a great question. <laughs> uh, I mean, I actually want to put this out to our Big Sky Podcast Network chat right now. To find out how crazy some of them think you are, I guarantee you tomorrow night, Bobby at QB Club tells us that this is the best team. Bobby, Bobby is like he motivates you guys, like he motivates the players. I mean, he could be playing Sentinel (laughs) High School if he would tell you guys. They're ninth in the coaches' poll and eighth in the media poll, middle of the pack. Ish. 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 So they dance with Idaho State. They're on the back end of the middle of the pack. (laughs) They're the best of the worst third. Yeah. (laughs) They're right there with Cal Poly, and Cal Poly's been shit on on this No, they're right there with Idaho. Come on, Kyle. Put some respect on Idaho's name here. Okay, 42. (laughs) You look at the vote total. There is kind of a big break. There's a big break. Like, there's definitely a cliff after seven. Yeah, 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 there is. (laughs) Yes, there is. I, I don't know, guys. I just... But uh, and this is the thing, like uh, I don't, I don't feel incredibly confident. What I just feel like is time to prepare, and I just don't, I don't know what we're gonna get with this Portland team because they've played a bad FBS team that they probably should have won, and then they played a good FBS team that they understandably got crushed, and then they got two weeks off to like get, like get back organized. Like it's just, I. <sighs> I would maybe feel different, like, say, like, they played a game last week against, you know, you name it, another, like, I don't know, Abilene Christian and won the game 21-17 or something or lost the game or something, then I would feel totally different. So maybe it's just some sort of, like, unknown that I come into it. I just, I expect this game to be closer. Maybe the closest one we've played this year for a while. I mean, you 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 make your argument. I can't say that you you just you just made a bunch of generalizations. I was going to say you were they pointed. made an argument based yeah. on absolutely nothing because he's afraid of them. <laughs> like, I, I'm not saying we're going to lose. I I think we win by. Are we going to cover the spread? Yeah, I say I say we win by at least three touchdowns. I kind of see us winning by ten to fourteen. Okay, Mike. Mike is exasperated so right I now. Just, Mike, like, who I mean, picked like, oh Northern Colorado yeah. to beat the Grizz last year, is mad That's at true. me for saying because, it's going to be a close game. Calm down. <laughs> because the trend of the season where they just almost lost to Dixie State at home. <laughs> yeah, good <or> point. <laughs> I mean. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, we did not look great going into I'm, I'm not. Like, 
<laughs> exasperated with you, Bitty Bros. I'm just mad at you. Okay. <laughs> like I just you are you are pulling this weird like Bryn like scare yourself into things like your superstitions like when he texts me on election night like talks about it's like stop being superstitious no, with me like this, this I is know me you saying, too well this is me saying the cats are going to crush North Dakota State in the national championship game uh, and so I'm yes. like saying like I'm keeping my expectations so I'd be like Chris win by 10 and when they win by 40 and everyone's ducking on me I'm like it's like the dodgeball theory okay. right like the if you don't have dreams you can't you can't fall short or whatever <laughs> I, I don't know, guys. Okay. I, I mean, I really hope I'm wrong. Yeah, you're going to be wrong. Um, Great. How many how many carries is Knight going to get? Six. I'm going to go with 15. I was going to go 12. The conference. I was being a smart ass because he had three. I'd say 10. Okay. How many balls is Fonts going to get thrown his way? Two. I think two. I think it's going to be a. You flew too high. Oh. Uh-huh. Peel it back. Peel it, calm, calm down. Fonts. How many how many yards is Roberts gonna have? Sixty. Uh, Fifty-eight point <laughs> nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm done. It's I'm gonna done. be like sixty-four <laughs> to get him to sixty average for the year. So let's just go with sixty-four. Fon- and Fonts can't be our leading receiver just by just by the way I the think, season's I going. I think Keelan White will be our leading receiver. Okay. I'm gonna say Grossman is. Yeah, so Grossman this is game. a Grossman, Grossman, Grossman game. game. I love it. You think yeah. Malik Flowers will have a touchdown? Receiving? No, they're not gonna kick to him. No. Rushing. See, I could see one of those where he Something comes, weird. he goes up the seam, and they hit him over the middle. Mm-hmm. We haven't called that play this year. Well, I mean, Portland State's got a lot of a lot of talent in their secondary, Mike. I don't yeah. know if you heard about that, but <laughs> <laughs> they're great guys. So <laughs> <laughs> great, assholes. Oh man, <laughs> who's going to lead the team in tackles? Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> you should see the annoyed look Brent just gave me. We're at home, Robbie. Uh, Robbie. <laughs> How many sacks is O'Connor going to have? One and a half. Only one and a half, huh? I, yeah, mobile QB. Uh, yeah, I like that one and a half. That one and a half, one, one and a half, somewhere there. What yeah. quarter is Junior Bergen's punt return touchdown going to be in? Oh, shit. That'd be amazing. Wow. Fourth quarter. I guess it's a double digit lead. The third. It's going to happen, though, is what yeah. we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to say it's not going to happen. But. Damn it, Kyle. Okay, first quarter. First quarter is going to kick things off. You know what's going to happen? He's going to return in the first quarter, and we're going to immediately text Brent and be like, what the fuck were you talking about? (laughs) Do you think that they're going to change the way they do kick uh, kick returns and have Bergen up more? Oh, that'd be nice. I would love that. Like have him at like the 15 or something. Force force them to kick to one of them. Force them to kick one of them. Love yeah, it. Can't do short. Yeah. Because a lot of those teams don't have guys that kick to the end zone. Yeah. So that's true. That's true. I would love that. Man, I mean, man. I know that it messes with your blocking, but it's like make them make them be worried about it. And if we get to the 28, 29, 30, yeah. that's still make them kick it to you. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. how many teams have two good returners like that? Not many. All right. How many touchdowns is Josh going to throw? <laughs> Three. My phone has notified me of some uh, Twitter message here. Let's see. Um, three. Three. <laughs> oh, Brian's typing here. So He's this been is, typing this for like five def- minutes. And this he keeps is starting and stopping. Voice. Oh my god! So he is like so. This is why you're stretching this out. You're, you're, did you put out a question? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Brian is. Brian has like a full essay that is about to drop. <laughs> the <laughs> Tumblr Club guy feels very passionately about when Coulter said Portland State was a top five program last year. <laughs> like. He talks about it all the time. Oh, here we go. Here we go. PSU is an awful. They look tough defensively. And their quarterback, 
Dante Shasher is all right. This is about Portland State. Well, that's like a non-answer. It's a non-answer. This is about Portland State. Yeah. How do we know if he's all right? PSU isn't awful. See, see. What are we supposed to gather? Also, the the preparation thing. Mike's typing. Does Portland State have good coaches? I don't think they do. So then, does preparation? If you have an extra week, is would Portland State be Idaho? Question mark. I think giving bad coaches extra time to appropriate or extra time to prepare is not always a good thing. Sometimes it is. I'm sure they'll have some cutesy plays in the first quarter. Will stress Brent out, and then the rest of the game will be like a giant. I fucking told you so, Brent. <laughs> Are you guys I'm, going to homecoming parade? Well, that's the it's nice thing. It's right over here. What? It's not downtown. Yeah, because the bridge isn't ready. The bridge is. Oh, right. so what's the route? It's from like the fairgrounds to um, campus. No. Oh. So it's weird. from the fairgrounds to um, um, Dormblazer. Man, that just feels weird. It's just weird. That it just, just can't down, go down South University Avenue. Avenue? Yeah, just down south. That's a short parade. Really short parade. Oh, I like going on South South Avenue and drinking some coffee and Bailey's, <sighs> eating a donut. Oh my god! Watching, watching the parade. That's a that's a tight. I mean, that's like four blocks. Yeah, they just must be banking on not a lot of people going. I didn't even know that it was that route. When did they announce that? Well, now we're announcing I mean, it. Yeah. yeah. My, my news. Totally breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news on the Grizz Fan Podcast. Google and you will, okay. you will find this. Whatever. Mike, you've poisoned the water. This doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> I poisoned the water. <laughs> he would pick South Dakota or PSU in a matchup regardless of location. Thank you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. All right. I feel so validated, uh, Brian. Thank I'm you. Glad you And I know you listen, so doubly appreciate it. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Thorny from the CatCast says that uh, Portland might have a better offense. Ooh. There you go. We'll see what happens. How do they know? How does anybody know? Kyle. How can you get anything from Portland State this year? Well, that's they, the thing. They, they played San Jose State, which is, you know, eh. And then they got smashed by Washington. How do you know anything about them? Is, that's my question. It's like. Because well, you're Brent and you just know this. A lot of talent. You read some things. Uh, eight starters on both sides of the ball return. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I that's a good number. I don't know. Eight, eight starters from a, from five a bad and six team. team. Yeah. yeah. Five and six. <clears throat> okay. Uh, we ready for fan questions? Sure. All right. We've got a handful of questions from um, Donovan, who is a loyal listener. All right. Uh, but he's been in situations where he has liked to ask a lot of questions, um, but he's been too busy making drinks for QB club attendees to, uh, to ask him. So is that our guy? He's a good guy. At the bar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah. Been so, there for two years. Great guy. Um, okay. He's got a lot of questions. Uh, okay. Um, after seeing Indiana State have success stretching the ball on run plays to the weak side, do we expect more conference opponents to try to utilize that type of run? I think we kind of talked about this, but I, I, I think they might try – Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll have a little bit of damage against it, but I feel like the grids adjusted to that. They adjusted to it, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, if, if it had kept working in the second half, they would have kept doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, if you could add one player, one Grizz player from a previous Grizz team to the offense or defense, who would it be? He says uh, he thinks defensively like Tremaine or Brock Coyle or Colt Anderson. I wouldn't even touch the defense. I would just take Dave Dickinson. <laughs> Dude. Oh. Um. Yeah, Dickinson on the offense, that's awesome. I'd take Tremaine 
to pair with Ford as quarterback? He just can't throw. Oh, my God. He just literally can't throw. (laughs) Teams are just like, I will just throw in the dirt. Screw it. (laughs) Give up on this. What the hell with this shit? I think he makes an interesting point, though, with, like, a Colt Anderson. Because, like, teams have attacked our safeties because they don't want to throw to our corners. So then you throw something like a Colt Mm -hmm. in the middle of that field. I can see that. Yeah. Hmm. I would still take Dave Dickinson, though. It's hard to ever go against. (sighs) Man. Yeah. God, that's tough. I mean, because, like, Dave, Dick- Dave Dickinson ran the ball a bit, but, like, Lucas Johnson, like, runs so much more, and I'm not – please don't believe I'm saying, like, Lucas is better than Dave, but, um, like, the design – What is wrong with no, you? No, I'm just saying – No, I okay. can't believe that he just said – What was in the wine? Is better than Dave What was Dickinson. in the wine? It's the worst wine I've no ever No wonder had. the wine didn't this get drank why, at your I mean, event. It made people go crazy. This is why Mike, like, Mike texted me, and he's like, you're too negative. <laughs> Would you take Dave in this offense, or would you take like, like who's our, who would you say is our best left tackle? Scott Craig. And I'm not mean to like. Yeah, he's definitely not our yeah. best left tackle coach, but yeah, he's a player. Yeah. I don't know. We've had some good. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably take him. Like, I just, yeah. I, I mean, showing up the offensive line would be nice, but, but I mean, if you had Dave Dickinson with these I mean, receivers, holy crap! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh. Da, 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 da. Donovan, okay. I'm going to save some of your other questions here, but he is talking about uh, Portland State's All-American safety corner. Um, How do you think he'll be utilized? Oh, yeah. Well-researched here. Uh, More nickel. Uh, Do we think – following up, do you think offenses in the big sky generally have have trouble game planning for Portland's guy or for Justin Ford? Because Portland's guy kind of plays – he's like a hybrid kind of guy. He plays – He'll play outside. And he'll come inside. He'll he'll follow. Where obviously Justin Ford is got his spot and sticks with it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna guess just because we've talked about this stuff, like this Grizzly offense. It's not just Mitch Roberts, right? Uh, we've got enough that it's gonna neutralize one great player. So if he follows someone and shadows someone. There's going to be other guys that's going to be great opportunities. Um, it's it's got to be tougher to game plan around Justin Ford because someone that follows a guy, a lot of other teams, it's like, okay, just <laughs> like build a plan around that. We're saying like the like the like the boundary side of the field <laughs> is closed is a totally different game plan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like it. Yeah, I would think so, especially if your receiver core is deep. Right. All right, Donovan, good questions, dude. Okay, Twitter. Ready? Yep. Or you got, do you have nope. some? I don't go. Okay. Luke Rounds. Why didn't we see any of Britt on Saturday? He thinks. Where do you answer that question? Britt is the clear number two. Yeah. You, 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 you can't have your wings melting yep. too close to the sun. Yeah, yeah. you fall and you die. Yeah. Uh, Casey Oman. <laughs> Who, unfortunately, is a Bears fan. Um, oh, I gotta unmute him now. Now that the Packers won the game, um, <laughs> uh, ask us if the offensive line is starting to gel and find their groove. Well, I mean, yes, I think they're playing better three weeks in than maybe we feared they would play. Yeah, well, they've still got some things going. Like the dude from Nebraska that transferred, still figuring out the position. Uh, 
Uh-huh. That screenshot I sent you. <laughs> he had a penalty. Uh, you know, yeah, he wiped out of Ryan Simpson touchdown because yep. <laughs> he was ten yards um, upfield. Yeah. Um, but I think that I. I mean, three weeks is enough to kind of say that I feel better about them than I thought I might. Yeah. The thing I worry about is we've just not yet had a game where the ground game has the running backs have taken over. Yep. And um, we haven't played elite defensive lines and we will with sack we will with weaver we will with the cats so we got to get better there but like like i said earlier i think it was their best game of the year yet and so it seems like they're trending in the right direction all right uh monty is my hair asks is coach leisure the greatest name ever in tv football announcer i think that was the color commentator right what was his name great name <laughs> coach leisure i don't or leisure Better than Coach Mental? <laughs> That's a fair point. Um, thought the production was pretty good. Uh, and apparently the production team was all Idaho State students. Thought they did a good job. All Indiana, Indiana State. Indiana State students. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought they did a very yeah. good job. I mean, like, I, somebody on Twitter said that they thought the production was better than any ESPN Plus production in the big sky. Yeah, that's still be Perfect. Uh, Shamba Hutt asks... Given the renewed interest since Bobby's return, if you won the Powerball and were making an eight-figure donation to the University of Montana, would you? Option one, donate to the upper deck on the west side for a new press box. Two, permanent indoor practice arena. Or three, Grizz Fan Pod Museum to take out the parking lot behind the south end zone. (laughs) Well, I like that idea. My answer would be D, medical school. So (laughs) There we go. Yes. Mine's B. Yeah. <laughs> Indoor practice facility. The Kyle sample. I thought, I, I seriously th- considered it uh, when that uh, lottery was like a billion dollars. It's like, man, I would give oh like $40 million to the university yeah. right now to just build a sweet ass indoor practice facility. <laughs> I would have done it in a heartbeat. Oh my God. It'd be amazing. Uh, Gage Smith, former Grizz. Do, we, do you guys drink more after a bad loss or a big win? Doesn't matter. Oh, it's a big win. I think it's a big win. Big for me. win. Bad loss. You had to. You saw me after that Cats game in Bozeman a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's true. You definitely. Yeah. 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 I just. Um, yeah, I don't want more reasons to be humiliated. You know. <laughs> so. If you if you just don't remember it, then you. That sounds like a terrible role model. <laughs> God. I think, oh, I forget. I forget. You have things on the line here. I don't. <laughs> I think I mean it's just it's more fun to just have like a couple more beers after a win. Cat game at the Eastern. It is game more last exciting. Year. Yeah, it is more I exciting. I mean after that James Madison playoff game, it was just kinda like, like There was a game last year where I remember I I just like I think we even won and I was just like, No. This was too this was too hard to watch. Like this was this drained was me. Dixie State. <laughs> I was no, because I wasn't in town for that game, but it was another game where it was just like I'm not even going out. Yeah. I'm going home. I, I mean, I don't I don't really feel like celebrating after a loss a lot yeah. of times, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Luke Rounds asked us if Luke's okay. We've updated Luke there. Luke is okay. He's traveling. He's coming home from Salt Lake today. Yep. So. Okay. Curtis Wallace. If the Grizz, hopefully, blow out Portland State, will Cooper Barnum have to stay in Missoula for Thanksgiving instead of going home to spend it with his dad? I 
I mean, I feel like the punishment for Cooper Barnum's already occurred. Like, <laughs> you know, the fact that he chose another school in the conference his dad coaches at. Like, it's wild. That already happened. That is wild. Yeah. Maybe he's just seen the future, though, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Johnny Claxton, no, Luke is not becoming a Bobcat. Uh, Dominic Goble, since yesterday's game was the first meeting between Indiana State and Montana. Oh, boy, I hit a button. Uh, got him thinking, uh, who is a team Montana has not played before that you would like to see them play? Missouri State. I'd love to see him play Incarnate Word right now. You said Missouri State? Yeah. Play him next year? Great. Sign me up for that. <laughs> I oh, think. oh, is it there? Oh, because we were supposed to play him the COVID year. Yeah, it's a home and home. Yeah. So, and we pushed it out. Okay. So we, I think we'd go there next year, and we see him in two years after that. That's a tough one. Hmm. That might be fun to go to. I great, just great state, Missouri. I think there's like Curtis Wallace actually replied with a couple great ones: Grambling, Jacksonville State, Incarnate Word, William and Mary, Citadel. I mean, there's kind of this like east to southeast mm-hmm. kind of schools, and those just, are kind of fun. Like that, yeah, yeah. You know, they they carry some pedigree for different reasons, and I think it'd be fun. I mean, I want yeah. Bama. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. I think it'd be funny if Montana beat Petrino because he's they got family ties to Helena. Yeah, they do. So, uh, okay. Bonner A asks who the backup should be. I'm guessing he's talking about quarterback. I think we've already talked about that. Um, Justin St. Peter asks, does North Dakota State's loss to Arizona give you any confidence uh, for when we inevitably face them in the postseason? No. I mean, I I just think it shows North Dakota State's a really good team. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah. And they did exactly what North Dakota State wants to do. They played the game they wanted to play. I mean, they were right there with a Pac-12 school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a terrible Pac-12 school, but it's nonetheless. I mean, NAU beat them last year, so. Yeah. I mean, there's that. Yeah. That's good yeah, it's true. <clears throat> they have a different coach, though. Yeah. No, I I don't think it means anything. I expect NAU or I expect North Dakota State, State to yeah. be the number one seed in the playoffs. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eric is asking if we've given uh, our punter Rohrbach a nickname. Not to my knowledge. Not yet. You got to earn that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> this kid keeps having. I don't know if he's had a touchback this year. In three games. I don't think he has. He only had four inside the 20s. Of six. Of six. Yeah. Um, and just talking about how spoiled we are when we get 23 to 24,000 for a game where Indiana State had 5,000. Man, was it sure. even that? It sure didn't look like it. They seemed impressed with the Grizz traveling crowd, and my takeaway was the Grizz traveling crowd wasn't that big compared to some yeah. of the ones you see. Right. I saw Rainey said that uh, they used to have seats on the other side, but they tore them down because they couldn't get in. People, oh no! Oh, it's an old. I would really like too. to know uh, if that's true, and I would be amazed that a university admitted that. Crazy, but uh, Amy Joyner wants to point out that some players wear short pants where others don't. Uh, she wants the fashion police to look into it. I don't know if I'm qualified. In my life, I have never noticed that. I did not notice that this game. Yeah. Thank you, Amy, for pointing that out. Thanks. Thanks. Say that. Hopefully, again. somebody else can answer it. Say that again. Some players wear short pants, but some players don't. Right? Like some that's like goes over the knees and some uh-huh. doesn't. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Right? Like in the NFL, if you don't yeah, you get fine. conform, like it's, yeah, a lot of money. K 
Okay, Silvertip Nation, we've touched on one of your questions. I think we're good. Um, okay. If something magical happened overnight and you had to pick one to live with, option one is tentacle arms, option two is elephant ears. Tentacle arms. Really? You could climb so well. Oh, I didn't think about that. I think elephant ears. See, I was thinking elephant That's ears just because, a... like, opposable thumbs. Yeah. Like, how are you going to open doors? Or with my tentacles? Or wrap pull it? <laughs> I'll wrap them around and pull them. <laughs> How are you going to use the remote to change channels? I'll dip it down like this. Yeah, just admit that you made the wrong choice. The, elephant ears is always uh, an insult to people. You, you don't think ears? people are going to make fun of you for tentacle arms? <laughs> oh, because I'll slap them in the face. And <laughs> Hit them with the ears, too. <laughs> Fair. Fair. All right, all out, all out. Uh, okay, uh, 406 Grizz points out, it seems more of an observation than anything, but um, yeah, everyone's talking about how good the O-line has been. But he disagrees. Uh, running game is pretty weak. Outside well, you of made this Quarterback point. runs, yes. Yeah. We haven't had we haven't had many sacks, but I think a lot of it is due to Johnson's elusiveness. I mean, I think it's a legit concern. We haven't, I said this earlier, we haven't played an elite defensive line, mm-hmm. and we haven't had a 100-yard rusher yet. Mm-mm. Um, and we we looked pretty good at pass coverage or pass protection this week, yeah. but uh, Indiana State barely threw. I mean, did they rush more than five players on Not any play? Not a lot. No. I don't know. I think it's a legit concern. I think no, it, it yeah, is. So I mean, definitely. it definitely is. I mean, Portland State will be another test. Idaho State, I don't think so. Uh, but then Idaho here, so we're gonna have a few games coming up here that's gonna kind of we'll definitely get a little bit better taste of it. I think. Uh, Zachary Lord, how much of this game plan was deliberate effort to get Big Sky teams to prep for the trick play in respect to the pass game? Kind of that, like, put on film type thing. Um, and then also guessing Johnson has been asked to use the assets around him versus doing it himself, not running as much, like you call that, Mike. Yep. Doing a great job against receivers. I mean, we kind of talked about this, but coaches want to put stuff on film. You know, we might mm-hmm. never see that. Ju- we might never. We probably won't ever see Junior Bergen He's throwing trying to open up here. The, the past. Clixby had an interesting thread about that on uh, Twitter this week. He did. He said it's uh, it's not uh, something that coaches think about. Really? I don't believe it. I don't either. I think I think coaches are so paranoid about so many things. Yeah. I think they absolutely think about it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All right, that, I think, is what we got on Twitter. All right. Uh, okay, hopping over to Eager's. Uh, Grizzfan406 asks, what happened to the Big Sky Big Takes podcast? Uh, I used to really look forward to the roundtable discussions. Um, There's talk to put bringing it back. Yeah. What happened to it is we're all just volunteers and are busy. Yeah. I think um, that one takes the most amount of coordination because someone... Like this here, we get we together. We four people. Yeah, we we crack some beers. We pop a bottle of wine. We just kind of bullshit for two hours. That one like requires prep and it requires follow up editing and stuff. So it's a trickier thing to do. Um, I think they're gonna try to roll a few out, but I bet we'll see one every couple weeks for conference play. Be my guess. Uh, let's see, Flathead Grizz. I I I uh, I don't know. State Indiana State game sounded very windy. Um, 
Was it truly windy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Seemed like we threw the ball just fine downfield. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to maybe ask someone who was there, I guess, right? Uh, du Bois' mom is asking, who is more whiny, Grizz fans or Bison fans? Bison fans. Um, I don't know. I, I think it goes back and forth, but I will tell you, I don't, I don't follow I don't national know. FCS Facebook groups that closely, but man, there were some annoying Bison fan after the Arizona game <laughs> really? last night. Yeah, just like, what the hell do they have to complain about? I just they like win? all you people criticizing us. You know, duh, we played. They played our game, and we and it's just like. But then before the game, it was like we're the favorite. You know, wait, is that a good thing to say? They no, played our game, point. and we lost. <laughs> They're just. <laughs> oh, no, that's yeah. a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> did exactly what we expected, and we lost. <laughs> uh, she also wonders if North Dakota State will lose another game. So I got their schedule up here. They go to South Dakota, worse than Portland State, South Dakota. They host Youngstown State. They go to Indiana State. South Dakota State is at home. Uh, then they host Illinois State. Illinois State's ranked too, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Go to Western Illinois. Go to Southern Illinois. Interestingly, who opens 0-2 and then beats Northwestern. Wow. Why not? And then they host Can't North predict Dakota. Football. So they do not play they don't, Missouri State. They also don't play Northern Iowa? Yeah. So, so Northern no, Iowa they'll be fine. Then. cakewalk into the playoffs yeah. here. Yeah. I SDSU at home. They don't play Missouri State. That's they too bad. They don't play Missouri State. They don't play you and I for whatever that's worth. And then they've got Illinois State and South Dakota State at home. And their last four games are, or three games are Western Illinois, Southern Illinois, North Dakota. That'd be back to back losses to South Dakota State. It would be, yeah. I don't think they'd lose another. I don't think. I don't think so. But I mean, it's interesting. That Ludke guy, I want. I want the. Is that the right name? Their 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 fullback slash running back guy. I don't know. Yeah, Lepke. I don't know how to say his name, but I'm. I think I'm somewhere around it. Yeah. Uh, I want the 49ers to draft him so bad. Yeah. Oh man, Just he's like place, a Kyle Uzcheck two point oh. Holy crap, that guy's that guy's <laughs> insane. Uh, let's see. Okay, Alabama Grizzly points out that this weekend he nearly. They nearly gambled away their eagerest posting rights, but pulled off a miracle upset to win. I don't know what that's about. Uh, in hindsight, though, losing my posting rights must have bet some. Oh, I wonder if they bet that uh, Arizona beat North Dakota State. Uh, or they'd never post again. So asking, what's the most valuable non-monetary item you've lost gambling? And what's the bet you most regretted winning? I'm not a better. Non. I had to eat cheese once, uh, losing losing a Super Bowl bet, and I hate cheese. I had to eat a lot of it. It was uh, it was disgusting. So that was God, cheese. That man. was hard. So you wouldn't go grilled cheese for the rest of your life? No, I cheese. love grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, that's right. You said that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but only with Kraft singles. I don't actually know the answer to this. I don't feel like I have any like humiliating bet losses. <sighs> Me neither. I can't think of anything. People usually aren't creative enough. Yeah. You know, it usually comes down to like money. Right. I don't know if I. No, I can't think of. I just. No, I mean, I think that the Big Sky podcast, or the um, Montana Mitt podcast guys having to sing the fight song is kind of funny. <laughs> so Bear Tycoons had to sing the cat one, and Nate's right. had to sing the Grizz one. I, right, I think right, that's right. kind of amusing. <laughs> that's a good one. Those are kind of funny. Yeah. I had to. 
get a picture of myself taken in a Seattle Seahawks football jersey. Oh, that's unfortunate. After the fail Mary game in a friendly bet with a, with a friend who's obviously a Seahawks fan. So that was not very fun because that game was crap. But I owned up to that and got tagged in social media for that. And actually, he put it on Twitter. And I think it was kind of funny because it was like of that era where the Seahawks were on a big climb. Maybe it was after their Super Bowl win. And it got put on Twitter. And so, like, it got kind of, like, grabbed onto. Not, not like, it, like in a large scale. But there were some people who were just, like, typical Seahawks fan. You've only followed the team for four years. You don't even know who our quarterback was before. Blah, blah, blah. Was like, <laughs> it was John Kitna. <laughs> I <was just laughs> like, I'm not even a Seahawks fan. So, uh, I remember that. But I, it wasn't. I mean, Warren up to before it. him. I had to... Uh... I bet a friend's wife on a USC Oregon Pac-12 championship game. Uh, I had to wear a, a women's swimsuit swimsuit the rest of the night. Nice. Which is probably honestly I, worse I've for the people around. Yeah, I was going to say than like, it was for me. Yeah. yeah. The losers are really the. Yeah, other they are people. actually the losers because yeah. they had to they had to hang around me. So nice. I know I want another Mo Burger tonight from Dan because the Bears lost to the Packers yet again. So is this, this is Dan from Twitter? Dan, yeah. Oh, Bears fan. Dan. Maybe he can. Buy me a Mo Burger too. <laughs> hey, let's set it up. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can we can talk about things. Let's do it. Um, okay, Homegrown Grizz fan, should we be worried about the running game? Yes, I think it's weird that Marcus Lionel got three carries last game. I do think it's weird that we rushed for seventy yards. I guess they're taking what the offense gives them. So we need more of a run game in conference. That's yeah. that's what I would say. Yeah, I agree with that. I just really liked what I saw in the third quarter. Yeah. I thought we ran the ball pretty well in the third quarter. Much better. Yep. Yeah. But well, we need something reliable, especially if we're going to run. Especially if we're going to run a lot of this play action and RPO stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. at some point, like it's just not. You got to be able to do it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, beware the D. I was just asking about PSU with the bye week. I think we've kind of covered that. Everett Grizz was wondering why, I, essentially complimenting the Missouri Valley officiating crew from the game. And why can't the Big Sky Conference find a crew half as good? <laughs> Man, they were all over those pass interferences down the sidelines. I uh, some of those I, I should. Sure I mean, about they, it. they had close to ninety yards of penalties. Yeah, I mean, they, they were upset about it too. They were. Yes, they were Missouri Missouri Valley Football Conference refs too. So really, it's not our problem. Their fault. Uh, homecoming more fun or more overwhelming than a typical football weekend? I I like it better when the game's later. I like that the game's at two. I like that it's two. Yep. Oh, it's at two. Do do the parade stuff. You're not the. Uh, you're not you know coming down on everything. But it's at two this week. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. I don't think homecoming's like a big. I, 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 that's like the tailgate with the revised parade route. Like the original parade route, it's really tough to get into your tailgate spot mm-hmm. before. And like my kids still like seeing the parade, and so. Um, this gives you time if the parade still starts at 10. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Um, I don't know. It does. Honestly, the games that seem like the most work are Grizz Cat for me. Or just another, I don't know. Yeah. I, more of what I think about is tailgate coordination the day of the game than anything else. Because the game's the game. Yeah. And homecoming, it's fine. It's yeah. whatever. 
So I'm trying to make a pepperoni infused vodka this week. Nice. This weekend uh, for I always have like family and some friends come over to my house before the game. It's just a few blocks from the, the stadium. So if anybody has any tips on that, can reach out to me on Twitter and just <laughs> how much time do I need? How many pepperonis do I need? Because apparently it's the only thing that Google doesn't have is a good. A typical infusion is like 24 hours, right? It's not. It's not as long as you think. Some are like you weeks, know, like some it's are too days. bad that my my wife is asleep. I think because she has done this at work. You gotta get. You gotta get me a recipe. Get her up. Get her up. I was told. <laughs> Brent, get her up. Get her up. We've talked about this. He's got. He's got bar related <laughs> things to talk I about. Go get get Tito's and pepper. We'll just turn the tomorrow. mic for James right back on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, th- so uh, my answer being um, homecoming this week. That that's tough for me. But probably won't be too hard. Yeah. I don't know. I got a little social thing Friday night, but it's nothing I got to put effort into. I don't know. Homecoming is usually fine. It definitely seems like there are certain people and individuals where homecoming is just busy because you get a lot of people that come to town specifically because it's homecoming and not because they're coming to a quiz game. Yeah. And it just adds layers of stuff. Right. So. Okay. Everett's also wondering if the running back by committee thing is working or should we pick it back and go with it? I think it's fine. I don't think that's our problem. I think if one of them seized it, it would solve itself, but none of them have. Yeah. It won't be Osmo. I like what they're rotating with Osmo. Sometimes I wonder how it all works out. Although Knights gain some muscle. Who knows? I look at their yards per carry. They're all effective. So they're, they're all around five, right? Yeah. Upper fours. Yeah. Or to five. Yeah. Okay. Grisfan07 has a handful of observations that Lucas Johnson was a steal for our offense. Um, thinks backup QBs need a little bit more reps on the field when it's a little bit more meaningful. Um, really likes the receiving core and um, points out that the uh, actual touchdown, the non-reverse touchdown that um, Lucas hit to Ryan Simpson was um, pretty damn amazing. That was a good one too because Simpson got popped right away. Yeah. Uh, questions he asked, or they ask, uh, where do we still need to see improvement from the most? Offensive line. Offensive line, yeah. yeah. Running game in general, O-line. Um, <laughs> do you think we'll see a running back at over 100 yards? I would like to. Yeah, Marcus yeah, Knight yeah. this week. <laughs> there we go. Um, can the Grizz get away with more slow starts? Until that sack Weaver game? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. They'll be up for that sack game. We'll see. Yeah. Has the manual been written on what to do with the Bobcats after the FBS loss? Nope. So did Oregon State put the how to beat them on film? No, because we're not going to. They're not going to face an offensive line. Yeah. Is it that dominant? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I do think that there's some truth to the manuals being written on how to beat Tommy Mallott. Yeah. Now, can he beat it or not? That's a whole other thing. Yeah. But right. Yep. I do think that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, PDX. When do you think Nice going to get more carries? Mike, it sounds like you think this, this weekend. Week? <laughs> it's time. I think so, too. Conference I, I play. Think, He's I think ready. Same for conference. Get going. Yep. What did we say? I said 12. You said 15. You said... I think I was 10. Okay. So we were yeah. all right there. It's more carries. 10 is more than three. Yeah. But, like, when do you think... Do you think he gets to, like, 20 touches? Oh, 20 eventually, yeah. 20 touches, yeah. A game. I, yeah. I think he'll, like I think he'll have I a think, game where he has 20 yeah. touches for sure. I think yeah. so. Okay. Um, I'm just reading this question before I... PDX was also asking a scenario of the Grizz win the conference. Um, they win the rivalry and the national championship for 10 years, but you have to eat dots, pretzels, 
as a major component of every meal for those 10 years. Failure to comply will result in the Grizz losing to Portland State, the Cats, and not make the playoffs. So just Dots pretzels are part of your diet for 10 years. Excellent. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, sign me up. Sounds like PDX has not eaten Dots pretzels before. <laughs> and he didn't say it had to be all either. So. Yeah, it's just a component. Yeah. It's just a major component. Yeah, you can get, you can get like, creative and crack them up and yeah. make chicken nuggets out of them. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you can do see, some great things. I mean, like if, you, if you had to eat them, you season yeah. stuff with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be fine. <laughs> PDX is getting a little roasted for how easy of a question that is. And he's like, hey, you I'm not seeing great yet. chicken nuggets with that. I like where you're yeah, going. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Might do it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, where are we? Where are we? Okay. Yep. Let's see. Grizzler number one wants us to give a shout out to our new long snapper, Grayson. I don't know how you say his last name. Pible. Peeble. I mean, he's looked good so far, but um, we got we got a few more years before he can be pod fan. He was the kid that downed the he downed one of Robox punts. See, I like that. Skyline. Yeah. Didn't so, he get a penalty? Uh, I don't know. I thought maybe Bobby called him out on something on yeah. quarterback club for like getting down. Feet. I thought that he got, got calls for a penalty earlier this year about something. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That could be wrong. Uh, Paul Roos just wants to point out maybe James needs his own podcast. We do a separate James release. Yep. And I think we got a text from Montana Parley, did we not? We did, but we also had... Um, I tried to make Something him more money this week, too. and he didn't take it. I will ask parlays. Um, <laughs> this was sent during the Packer game, so one of his unrelated questions were if the Packers were allowed to hold on every single play. And yeah. everyone, yeah. <clears throat> um, so you've, you've missed a couple, and it's really? one of our blue check marks. Uh, Jim oh, Messina, yes. oh Pod, two questions. It wasn't in the thread. It wasn't in the thread. Yeah, that's, okay. Okay. Thank you. Good yeah. catch. And it's, it's one of these parlay. things where his followers must be like, what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> <laughs> one, Lucas Johnson is the best Grizzly QB since... Sneed. Sneed. Right now it's Sneed. Because yeah. he's got to do something to prove that... Yeah. Yeah. Better than Sneed. I think at the end of the year we're going to be saying he's better than Sneed, but... Yeah, it um, could be. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. The tough thing will be is like, you can't move into the Ayat Oak, uh, Oaks Dickinson conversation. I even put Drew Miller over him. Drew Miller? You don't think if he takes us to a national championship game that he can move That's I think, like, If so he takes us that far, I put him in the Drew Miller. If he takes us that far, you put, him, you put him over John Edwards? Nope. He's got to win it. Boy, this is a conversation for later in the year because... Because then it's like... Because I think then you like kind of kick out the... Right, the Jordan Johnsons and the Berquists and the Cells. Yeah. Right? He's no man. I just think... Uh, you're right. This is a discussion for later. But if Jordan Johnson didn't get robbed and be put in an offense that did not suit his skills, With the if they just would have stayed in the zone read, I think we'd be talking about something totally different. Um, yeah. That's one of the weirdest things that I've seen in Grizz football. Is, is it made no sense. Like that. You had an offense that was came specifically back, made. Know, and they were in an offense that made sense for him. And then they switched to the pro. To- it doesn't make any no, sense. It didn't work yeah. for any of their skill guys. It was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. It was weird. Super weird. Yeah. Um, I think he had a couple other questions too, right? Yeah. So he says, two, anyone else worried that there are so many better than expected big sky teams 
Weber is having an on year. Sac State pounds Northern Iowa, etc. We've kind of talked about this, but yeah, I mean those yeah. two teams scare the hell out of me right yeah. now. Like especially we've got back, both back, on back. the road back yeah. to back. Like it's terrifying. Very much so. Yeah. Oof. He also says bonus FTC. <laughs> we'll take it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Parley also asked if we would rather have the Grizz play NDSU in Fargo in the semifinals or at 9 a.m. Rocky Mount at 9 a.m. I'm guessing Mount at 9 a.m. Rocky Mount at essentially their second home field. I don't know what that necessarily means. Is their second home field? Frisco. Oh. Oh. I'd rather have them in Frisco. I'd rather have them in Frisco. Frisco, of course. Yeah. I was reading that a little wrong. Is that this week? Is that tomorrow? What's going on tomorrow? I think uh, maybe it was last weekend. Uh, FCS championship game tickets go on sale. Oh, that was oh. last week. It was last week. Yep. <sighs> I thought I put an alarm in my phone. <laughs> I was gonna buy them just you know just in case. Just, just to have. Case. Yeah, smart. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. I think that's all the questions we got. We had a lot of questions this week. Yeah. Worked through a lot. <laughs> you know, Kyle was on the verge of saying some stuff that we were gonna have to edit out, but we. He saved it, so we're good there. Was this in our um, text combo that we had earlier? I don't know. Yes. I'm not going to say it a lot. We're not going to go into it. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I don't. We're good. Um, I feel like I'm would. always there. But yeah, I was going to say, know. there's like the listeners could be thinking we're referring to a whole lot of different I'm not things. sure what we're talking about. I have great advice. If you have a family member that plays for a college football team, don't get on social media. Just ignore it. Yeah. That was that was fun to See, talk about. See, because my advice night. is, good, if Rick Wahlberg says something that pisses you off on Twitter, you should definitely DM him. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're being irrational, definitely works out. Definitely. Oh my DM. god, yeah. Definitely DM Brad. I say a lot of irrational stuff on Twitter, so you're gonna have to sift that's through it. That's what it's for. Yeah, no, that's yep. what it's there for. I like it. All right. Anything else from you? Good, Kyle. Anything else from you? Nothing for me. All right. Hey, homecoming week. If we know you, we'll see you soon. If not, we'll see you at the game. Go Grizz. Fight out.